turned it back on. The only thing I haven't done is reboot the actual cable modem so far. So I will look at that tomorrow, but I'm not optimistic that that's gonna yeah. Uh, Those are frustrating situations. problems for sure. Yeah. Well, I just assume it's you know we've got that spectrum as our internet provider, and you know, like any big uh, cable slash internet provider, they're okay. Um, mm -hmm. But where I live, I don't have options to switch to somebody else. So, I mean, I could have somebody run DSL in here, I think. Well, I think those guys all went out of business. I'm not entirely sure. Perhaps. Uh, that used to be the option was DSL. So. Right. You could, or you could do the uh, the old satellite thing. I think that's still, there's still some people doing that. But yeah, that seems. Does ridiculous. that really give you a no, good. Yeah, I think your downloads okay, but you're like it's not going to help Discord type things because the upload is still very very slow. Like the two way yeah. traffic is not great. So yeah, like it took forever. I I finally finished uh, production on uh, Fallout 363, the first session, mm -hmm. and uh, mm -hmm. uploaded it for to Mega, and it was took forever. I'm like, this should not yeah. take this long. So yeah. Um yeah, you know, it was like thirty six KBS. I'm like, that's really slow. That really yeah. Mega Mega is like I see it's it's pretty slow on the upload for me too. And I wonder if I have Comcast and I'm sure they throttle uploads. Even though right. I'm paying a shit ton for our internet, but whatever. Right. Whatever. Um, well, I wonder if that's on Megazend as well. That uh, might be. I have noticed since they're giving the service away. Oh, I pay for the most part, or for much of the part. So. Yeah. No, I, I I'm pay. I'm not quite so sure I how to make money. I. I yeah. I don't. Know. Well, I'm giving them money, dude. So. I uh, I have uh, I, the Sweden. Uh, I actually share a uh, share a Mega. So we got we have eight terabytes. With ISIS. <laughs> okay. I'm you've uh, sure you've gotten, everybody you've gotten some of the drippings from my mega before there, sir. There's a lot of shit on there. I think it's only I think there's only one mega one terabyte on there, but um, right. We've got eight terabytes. Doesn't change the fact that it's a uh, data haven for narco traffickers oh, yeah. and international terrorists. So, you know, it's a data haven for all kinds of bad people. Sure. Right. So, uh, so I'll stick with free. Thank you very much. Yeah, it's fine. Uh, I uh, haven't, I'm not, I, I, go ahead. I was just going to tell you that I've not really prepared for tonight. This, oh, that's perfect. Sort of yeah, there's not really much preparation stuff. to do. Yeah, it's a it's a pretty um, and I think uh, Pete, um, the, you know, the basic system you'll recognize as very PBTA-ish, although the dice mechanic is different. Um, right. 
And so you won't have any, I don't even know how much to the basic system we're going to get because it's, it's all, it's right. like, uh, as I read through, I, I've, I've actually prepped. So I, I got, I think I've got us covered, but it's a, it's, it's going to be like a world building session. They actually recommend you don't do it all at once. But uh, when Pete and I played the uh, original Iron Sworn, we did it and actually did a whole little adventure um in one session and it wasn't bad so i don't know if starforged is different somehow um right i don't know it didn't seem i, I have the character right i've got the character primer pulled up okay and uh, uh looks like things to do and i have read some of iron uh sworn mm -hmm. and uh he uh the designer did a podcast where he basically he and his son um went through like the steps to you know create the world and create characters and mm -hmm. and did an adventure and i've listened to a chunk of that so i feel like i probably have enough oh, of sense enough sense of where the rails are that i should yeah. be able to bumble and stumble through this too much trouble yeah i you could probably do it on your own but you know I think I, I feel like I know it well enough that we're not going to have any trouble. And Pete knows it better than I do, I think. So. Mm -hmm. oh, good. Man. Yeah, it'll good, be good. fine. I mean, and, and, you know, the world creation, yeah, if you listen to uh, the designer do it, yeah. you know, he probably did a better job. But it's just, you know, it's their random prompts and they're kind of cool and um, right. so it goes well. Oh, good evening, gentlemen. Hey, Pete. How are you doing? Good. How are you guys? Good. Hey, Good. Rex. Have you guys ever gamed together Skeletons. before? First time. I don't nice think to we meet have. you, Rex. Yeah, Pete, Rex, nice Rex, Pete. Pete. There you go. <laughs> right. Hi, Rex. <laughs> yeah, again, one of those situations where I feel like I like we're brothers, Rex, because I've listened to you so much. But you're like, <laughs> wow, who the heck is? He's your number is one guy? fan. No, 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 no. no I'm, not, I'm kidding. I'm no, kidding. No. Come on, come on, <laughs> don't, don't put. Don't put me in that group. <laughs> well, more importantly, Anthony will sue you if you uh, assert that you are the number one fan. Uh, yeah. Very litigious like that. So, uh. <laughs> yeah, Anthony. Anthony is very unique. That's for sure. Uh, we were just chatting, uh, Pete, Rex, and I about. Um, how prepped Rex was. And I told him, I think you and I probably got it covered, but it sounds like Rex is already pretty well prepared anyway. So. Oh, good. Have you well, uh, looked at the Starforge stuff at all, Pete? Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I've read through, I've read through all of the, uh, the material that he has up. Um, and, and actually had gone through and made my own, you know, for my own solo world, didn't get a plan chance to actually play it so i've kind of uh, gone through the whole world building character building exercise nice all right well then so, you're, you're you're number one. Oh, geez <laughs> <laughs> no i'm sure i'm sure it'll be fine <clears throat> i well, right. i spent i spent a couple hours today extracting uh stuff from the pdf and making a little roll 20 thing that we can build a sector on like we can put planets out here Oh, good, because I was just going to say that, unfortunately, I don't think many of the it, it's, it's, things aren't specifically in this Roll20 sheet. Yeah, there is no character sheet or anything. 
um, we'll, we'll have to just do that quasi manually, I think, um, right. which is fine. Right. I think. But I wanted like, I was like, oh, but it would be neat if when we build the sector, we could like, you know, like make it in roll 20. So, right, 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 right. Okay. So, so, and, and so Rex, you, you played Iron Sworn before, I think, right? Once? I have. I've not played. I've oh. read some Iron Sworn, and I listened to the designers' podcast. Uh, gotcha. So oh, let me do this. Awesome. It sounds like I should uh, download the character sheet because it sounds like I might need to. Yeah, I printed. I printed mine out. So in case I want to write, I mean, we okay. can. You could just write it. Like I made three characters, and we can each take one. You know, with the random names that Roll Twenty generates. Um, okay. and we can just like type things in, or you know, if it's e it might be easier to have a character sheet and write it out. I don't know, but uh, character generation is not fill, fill in sign, yeah, fill in sign seems to work. So, I will uh, make my character. I, I mean, I, I'm fine taking a character if y'all just go with the pre gens or. Oh I'm no, no, they're not pre They're maybe. just, they're just, um, they're blank characters. They're like, there's nothing in them, like not even attributes or anything. Like, there's no, there is no star for. Okay, so you're about the characters in roll twenty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Got it. Yeah, I don't think they have pregens in this yet. I think we're gonna have to make her. It's not hard to make characters though. I mean, it's no, no. That's it's <laughs> it's you. Sh what you should have, Rex. I mean, a printout. Uh, but I mean, you should have available the um, the path. Uh, you should have that PDF open at the very least with all the different paths because that's going to be kind of what defines your character. We're going to pick two of those. Yeah, that's going to be the thing. Now, is now, it specifically called paths or is it? No, it's I, uh, it's called assets. Yeah, assets. Because it's right. got more than paths. It's got you know the companions and the support vehicles and all that shit. But part of what the assets are is a list of all the different paths for characters. Yeah, it looks like there's a couple of different assets. Um, um, I would do sheets, but that's just me. The singles is one card per page in a PDF, which yeah. to me, which annoys the crap out of me. Uh, here we go. Assets, sheets. Okay. All right. Are, do we need uh, Do we need any more garbage time, or should we Should we just go? Oh, I think we can go, I'm, I'm, but I'm, I'm fine I'm ready. to talk about anything you guys want. <laughs> nah, we are <laughs> fine. Let's go. Unless you feel okay. like it. No. No. I am, uh, now, I'm, I'm in escapist mode. Garbage time would not help me. So. There you go. All right. <laughs> okay, perfect. All right, good. Good, good, good. Now, you wanna, um, do you want to be kind of the point man, Pete, since you've played it? Well, now remember, I haven't played it. I've just at least well, you've gotten made the far world, right? All right. Yeah, yeah, so, you've made well, a world. so do you want me to just because I've actually, you know, made all the decisions and wrote all that out? So, you want me? Do we want to? Do we want to go through now? the The truth section, you know, is probably three times as long as in regular Iron Swarm. Yeah, right? is a number. I think of we want to make our own. I mean, I know you've made one, but like, I okay. think we need like, and, okay, you know, honestly, if we don't get to like running a character and I'm, I'm, i don't think that's the end of the world world building is fun I, rex can okay good agree yeah. with me if he wants 
yeah. however you guys want to do it. Because fine. frankly, when I did the world building, I actually rolled it. Uh, I, I just rolled for it. So it was, uh. it was random. So, uh, but, you know, gave me a flavor for, you know, reading through all the different things. Well, sure. so then since, since you and I have, you know, uh, the copies of the stuff and maybe as Rex is going through it, why don't we kind of alternate? I heard this on one of the podcasts. Oh, that, that works too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, so then that way, you know, it's, we're not just hearing one person, you know, read them off. Sounds good. So, so, so Rex, what we end up doing is, is that we, we set our truths, right? And so, uh, in, in the for in, in the, um, in Starforged, we're in this galaxy basically called the Forge. And so right. just kind of a, a quick rundown. It, it's very similar to Ironsworn in the idea that several centuries ago, we had to leave our home galaxy because of some severe cataclysm, which on some level, we'll sort of figure that out and decide what that was. Um, so, and we went to this, this area called the Forge. and uh, it's described as a chaotic environment, which, uh, you know, uh, remnants of ancient civilizations, that kind of thing. People build homes on new worlds, you know, that kind of a thing. All right. So now there's there's four regions to the forge, just to kind of give us a little bit of a background. Ultimately, we're existing primarily in two areas, Terminus and the Outlands. And then the other two regions are the expanse and the void. Now, the void is something on the roll 20 there, too, just to play. Yeah, there you go. Um, and so uh, the terminus is kind of where our people landed in, in that region when they had their initial exodus. And then settlements are fairly common in that area. Um, factions com compete for resources and space-bound caravans follow charted paths among the stars, etc. Then the outlands, people have pushed further into the forge, into this outlands area over the last few decades and you know they're looking for habitable planets and resources opportunities settlements are a little bit more scattered okay so start thinking more like um almost pre-frontier okay um oftentimes <clears throat> navigational paths are un uncharted that kind of a thing so those are really the two I think that we would be concerned with mostly. And then the expanse is kind of more of a frontier thing where some bold, bold pioneering types have gone out. Very few settlements and probably not anything that we would be going into at this point, uh, you know, of our whatever, what, how we want to determine adventuring career or however you want to talk about it. I mean, like I said, the void is kind of this very isolated, vast kind of, nothingness that's out on the outer ridges of the rims of the galaxy and so again something to to explore at some point i'm sure but not anything sort of right now ultimately we get around through faster than light travel um and how we do that is we have these uh uh e-drives or eat alone is that how you would say that duck uh, eat alone, no eat alone. okay sure uh but I'm abbreviated seen, to abbreviated e-drives and they basically allow our vessel to travel faster than light and kind of what happens is that there's these anchor what's called anchorage points and so you, they're kind of waypoints along the journey remember when we would we would uh we would go on a our undertake a journey right mm -hmm. we would go to the waypoints well these are similar kind of things but what happens is is that this these e-drives kind of use their energy take you to a uh one of these anchorages 
uh, at the speed of light, and then it kind of powers down, and then you get to the waypoint, and then it sort of builds up, you know, and recharges, and then you could sort of do it again. And that's kind of how narratively we have those breaks, you know, when we're doing our uh, our journeys. Okay. Okay. Um, and then it's they're called drifts that 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 connect the anchorages, um, and some are charted, and some are not charted. Kind of a, a situation. It's very, uh, I mean, yeah, that, that, all that stuff, it's very traveler or stars without number esque. It's very similar. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Um, and so from that perspective, so then what we start to do is we start to look at, you know, what's going on with our world, uh, or our, our galaxy really, uh, at this point. All right. So the first area is it, it, it's the truths are split into some cataclysm, exodus, communities, iron, laws, religion, magic, communication and data, medicine, artificial intelligence, war, precursors, life forms, and horrors. So quite an extensive list of stuff. Um, And so some of them have two uh, kind of options, and some of them have three options. You can always uh, amend these or append them how, how you want, but you know. Uh, it, it's sort of, of up to us, yeah. right? A lot of them are three. What, do you guys, what do you think? Uh, oh, actually, I think they're all three. Yeah, they're almost. Now that all I'm three. looking at it, yeah. um, do we want to? Do we want to roll? Do we want to pick? Do we want to um, decide for each one? I'm kind of leaning toward rolling. Yeah, if you want to roll, that's fine. It it kind of gives us a total random kind How of. How about thing. roll with possible veto if someone feels strongly about something? Okay. All right. Or if if something like really jumped out to someone, well, yeah. Well, let's let's say, read hey, the... instead of rolling. I really think let's you know actually discuss this one. Sure. So. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. I'm on. Well, so then, so then let's also uh, then. So what we'll do is let's um, read sort of the uh, the the highlighter to the bold sort of uh, title. Of each of each of the sections, and then, and then decide, give everybody right? a chance to see if something speaks to them somehow. Right, exactly. Right. So let, I'll start off with the cataclysm. So the okay. first one under cataclysm is the sun plague extinguished the stars in our home galaxy. Okay, so so something something plagueish. <laughs> maybe yeah. call it COVID nineteen thousand. I don't know. Yeah. Um, maybe all right. Soon. So then the. The, the second one was we were united in the prolonged war against implacable foe, but our defeat was at hand. And then the third one is everything fell apart in an age of chaos. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, and uh, so, and I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to ask you this almost every time, but when you rolled your world, uh, your universe, your galaxy up, which one did you get for this? Yeah. Okay. So I got the, we were united in the prolonged war against mm. AI. Uh, but our defeat was at hand, and and also within these categories, not all of them, but these first, the, this first uh, set of them, there's there's different uh, options under each of these things. Right. So, for instance, under the everything fell apart, uh, or we were united. You, you were the 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 foe was things like artificial intelligence, alien beings, re- religious zealots, genetically engineered soldiers, etc., a few others. Uh, the sun plague was a temporal distortion, a super weapon run amok, a scientific experiment gone awry, and the wrath of the gods. And then everything fell apart. 
the rise of a fascist power. I'm sure some people could insert a name here right now. The sudden loss of a key resource, a pandemic caused by an alien microorganism, or a dire religious prophecy. So, you know, uh, those that those are the so those I, are our sort of three options. Right. I like the we were united in prolonged war, and I'm I do too. Yeah. Uh, rolling. Uh, which of those sub things it was, because they all look interesting to me. I, I think I could come up with stories for all of them. So. For all of them. Can I can I make a suggestion so and see how it see how you get what you guys think? Yeah, go for it. Um, there was uh, I, I wanna I wanna make the like I wanna make it like doomsday ships uh, alien uh, alien doomsday ships. Somebody, there's an echo now. Okay, now it's gone. Can you guys still hear me? Sorry about that. Nope. No, that's me. That's me. Sorry. I had to step away and get a pad of paper. And then oh. I unplugged myself. Uh, and oh, then okay. so you got the speakers and the mic and all that stuff going on. All right. Now we're good. All right. So all I'm going right, to put sorry. that out there. I'm going to put that out there. And you guys can shoot holes in it. I, I will not get offended. Uh, and I'm okay with rolling. But that's I, I'm feeling that a little bit. Now I'm sorry. Uh, I, I, planet killers, I alien planet killers that you know somehow we accidentally uncovered and started uh, basically kind of in an you know you know, maybe maybe they're somewhat mysterious but they started uh, running from system to system and just uh, just destroying everything in their path. I like it, Rex. All right, yeah. Reminds All right. Me, it Alien. makes me think of like Amoeba Wars or something, but anyway. Alien planet killers Okay. and uh, prolonged war. All right. Yes. Nice. All right. Um, now, as an aside, uh, the other thing that uh, I think once we decide, Rex, one of the things that we, that, that we can also then look at is they have some, some quest starter sort of suggestions, you know, at mm -hmm. the end of at the end, at, at the end of each of these, so it probably is a good idea just to kind of throw that out there, just to kind of give us an idea of some stuff in our heads for when we start off. So the quest starter for that is sure. a single ship belonging to our people's dreaded foe arrives in the forge, but instead of bringing war, its commander carries an offer of peace. They claim to represent a rebel force seeking sanctuary. In return, they offer important information. What news do they carry? Right. So again, just not, not anything that we have to 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 be has to be part of our our game, but just a suggestion. So, all right. So that's good. All right. So that's first one done. So uh, yeah. how about the Exodus? Um, I'll do that one maybe, and then Rex, we can we can go around round robin. How about yeah. that? All right. Yeah, so perfect. Exodus number one, guided by an ancient map, the refugees set off for the forge. During the two thousand year journey, they were held within the stasis pods aboard massive sleeper ships. Number two, we assembled a ragtag fleet of ships powered by experimental technologies. The journey to the forge required only a few years, but many ships did not survive the crossing. Number three, mysterious alien gates provided instantaneous one-way passage to the forge. And, and, I, and I, I rolled the second on one. You got the second yeah. one on your last one. I got, mm -hmm. I got the second one on the last one. Um, and, and all of them seem pretty interesting. Yeah. Uh, I don't have a strong preference on this one. I would be okay with rolling. So, 
I'll just throw out the third one creates an interesting setup in the sense that were the alien gates from different aliens Mm -hmm. from planet killer aliens and and why did they open those gates and um you know are are we just pawns in some greater struggle between all these different alien uh life forms so yeah i like it so yeah i'm kind of leaning towards three but i'm okay with the role let's do it no, I, yeah, I, no, no, I, I, no, I, I think like, that's I good. Like where your head's at. Uh, or, or the enemy, you know, of of the. Yeah, or the, maybe it was the, the same race. Killers. Yeah, you know, right. So maybe could their either planet one. killers, maybe their planet the killers were an accident. Okay, maybe you know we don't know. I love it. Right. Well, well, and that's the and that's the beauty of it too, because maybe down the line, if you know, we yeah, we don't have to. We don't have to define that. Yet. All right, let me. Right, read and the it could just randomly change. Yeah, let me read the quest starter for that one. Is, Go ahead, Rick. Is someone other than me writing down our choices? I am writing this down. Yeah. I on am a too. piece of paper. But I'll, and I'll transcribe it. Well, we have it recorded also. So. Here we go. Um, quest starter. An explorer brings news. They've located an active gate in the depths of the forge. Why do you swear to travel there? What power a foe seeks to gain, take control of the gate? It's interesting. All right. Uh, so Rex, you're up before communities. Hmm. So option one, you survive the journey to the forge and we are scattered to the winds in this perilous place. Uh, second option, dangers abound, but there's safety in numbers. Many ships and settlements are united under the banner of one of the founder clans. And the third option is we have made our mark in this galaxy, but the energy storms we call bale fires threaten to undo that progress, leaving our communities isolated and vulnerable. And each one has some more text below it that kind of fleshes that idea out. So, right, right, right. Yeah. None, none of these really speak to me, so I'm fine with the role unless someone likes one. Well, I was sort of thinking that maybe the, the second one, uh, just from the standpoint of ships and settlements kind of being, uh, you know, the first one I didn't like so much because it just few survived, you know, few communities survived the forge. So to me, it seemed like there's less, less out there, you know, of us. And that's why I like the idea of having a few more communities, you know, type of a thing. Um, It seems like maybe the second one gives us a little bit better chance to have a, a, a larger community base. I'm good with that. Yeah, I'm fine with that, too. I don't have a strong opinion either, so let's go with that. All right. I'm I'm actually I'm gonna I'm gonna type this into roll twenty. So communities we're picking. uh, Second record. Quest order for that selection is a forsaken people, sworn to new clan, live on an orbital station. A recent illness. We just can't get away from this topic, can we? Left many sick or dead. <laughs> Supplies are urgently needed. Why were these people exiled? And why do you swear to give them aid? Which clan stands against you? Okay. Okay. Good. All right. So then I'll go with iron. Uh, all right. So the three are, we swear vows upon the iron remnants of ships that carried our people to the forge. 
Two, we wield iron blades and bind our honor to them. Uh, and three, iron totems represent our connection to the universe. And, you know, I like the first two. I like the second. Uh, I, could, I could go either way with those. Yeah, the first one's okay, too. Rex, what, what do you think? Um, just looking at the detail on the third one to see mm. what the flesh out is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, my favorite one is the second one, but I, I'd yeah. be okay with any of them. I like the idea. Uh, I would be okay of... with any of them. Good. Yeah, I, I do like the idea of uh, kind of in this space, you know, this, this science fiction space kind of in, in uh, setting, you know, that you have blades, actual iron blades. Well, yeah, and, and, and it links to, you know, you have this founder clan. So there's like maybe there's some sort of aristocratic, you know, there's some sort of residual, you know, and maybe it was even in the old galaxy, right? That, that, that. Yeah. And and they and that you know these certain class like carrying an iron blade has a real strong social status attached to it, perhaps. Right. And, and the quest starter for that one is you vow to forge a new sword from the iron of an important object or artifact. Right. Mm -hmm. Tying kind tying into what you just talked about. What is it and why is it meaningful to you? Who protects it? No, I, I think we we should go with the second one. You okay with that, Rex? That's fine. Yeah. Maybe. There was something about the aliens' technology that made our high-tech stuff not very effective, mm -hmm. and we actually stumbled into. But but they were vulnerable to low-tech answers. I assume iron we could, if we wanted, could substitute for like some type of super dense, you know, modern, you know, Beskar. Damask. You know, d yes, exactly. You know. Uh, well, I mean, um, Damascus, sword. Damascus yeah. swords is is still contain iron. Stainless steel still contains iron. So yeah, it would work. Right. Yeah. Almost okay. any almost any super strength metal alloy is going to contain iron, just because it's you know it is it is a iron is a very fascinating element. Should I nerd out for a second? No, that's okay. Sure. Um, it's the uh, it is the. What I want to go ahead. Right. right. Go ahead. I was going to say, you know, when, you know, why stars become uh, red giants, right? So a star will, you know, be this fusion furnace. And it's because the fusion, like when you have light, things like helium, hydrogen, fusion is a net energy positive. Uh, as, as atoms get bigger, um, there is a point at which the energy released from fusion is not more than the energy it takes to slam them together. And iron is that point interestingly enough and that's and then when that starts like when uh when some of the and it's red because iron emits in the red spectral region which is why iron oxide is also red which is rust um but that's why you get red giants because that's when the star has consumed all of its really good fuel and has gone up to these heavier elements and is starting to like produce and then try and burn up this iron so there you go it's it's space I'm, iron there we go nice to know uh, the the more you know. Is, will I be able to get a monofilament blade in the game <laughs> after? Absolutely. Anthony anyone anyone except them. Anthony can have all the monofilament blades they want. <laughs> nice. And I hope he listens Excellent. to them. 
<laughs> uh, I hope he does as well. Yeah, we should hand him out at the next con. <laughs> uh, All right, we're on to laws, correct? Yep. Yep. Uh, this is me. Uh, sorry, hold on. I'm just making a note. All right. All right, laws. Number one. Much of the settled domains are a lawless frontier. Criminal factions and corrupt leaders often hold sway. Number two, laws and governance vary across settled domains, but bounty hunters are given wide latitude to pursue their contracts. Their authority is almost universally recognized and supersedes local laws. Number three, our communities are bound under the terms of the covenant, a charter established after the Exodus. The organization called the Keepers is sworn to uphold those laws. No. I don't know. Uh, I kind of like the. Uh, I, it doesn't really. I mean, these don't matter. These ones don't matter to me so much. Yeah, me uh, neither. And so, uh, I don't really have a. An, I, so you know, we can go with the. Line. We can go with number one, the free market solution. <laughs> we certainly could or may do we rex do you do you i mean do you really like number one or are you just trying to pull my chain um we could also roll um I, I, pulling your chain was more of the draw to that um <laughs> Probably. I think we should choose number one because we'll see how effective this free market solution is at <laughs> controlling this galaxy. I'm, well, I'm I feeling. I will immediately, as soon as we choose one, <laughs> set Edge. out that libertarians, first and foremost, no, no, acknowledge the importance of the rule of law because contract enforcement is critical to mm. consensual free market arm's length transactions. So. Um, so, uh, one or three work for me, two kind of is meh to me. Of, so I'm fine rolling. Bounty hunters. Yeah. I, I, yeah, I, I just, well, I don't know. Hey, how about this? Uh, I and, uh, and, and Pete, you didn't feel strongly. I'm trying, what did you say? No, no, not really. Not at all. I mean, you know, yeah. you, any of them really work, you know, I'm just going to roll and see. All right. We yeah. got one. There you go. The dice want us to talk about free Perfect. markets. Uh, all right. I think it makes sense. Uh, you know, I, and it doesn't, to me, fundamentally conflict with the, um, you know, there's one of the founder clans from our community section, but, you know, maybe they're, maybe they're in some sense, a, you know, a, a warlord slash kind of criminal organization. All right. Um, right. We should probably, well, we should name them at some point. Laws. We're going to do Lawless Frontier. Does that put me up for religion? Yeah. It does. Let me, uh, let me read the quest starter. Uh, in the upper atmosphere of a gas giant, transport vehicles carry valuable and volatile fuel from the processing plant to a heavily guarded storage depot. The notorious leader of a criminal organization needs this fuel and gives you the schedule for the transports. What leverage does this person hold over you? How will you undertake this? How will you undertake this heist? Hmm. It's kind of interesting. It's very specific. I like it. Yeah, I, I can't help but think of sort of the huts when I think of this one. 
Yeah, sure, sure, sure. Uh, I mean, we're you know we're sh children of our of our time, so they're all you uh, know so cloud cities and all kinds of stuff. Go ahead, Rick. So religion, we have three choices. Uh, choice one, our gods failed us. We left them behind. Our second choice, our faith is as diverse as our people. And then our third is three dominant religious orders, the triumvirate, battle of influence, and power in the forge. Um, three is interesting to me, but I don't know that three matches up well with our kind of wild frontierish kind mm -hmm. of uh, setting. So I think one or two um, could each work and I don't have a strong uh, preference between one and two. You know, I'm wondering, but I'm not a preference necessarily, but just to comment on what you just said, Rex, I think three though, you know, to me, with the lawlessness issue and the corrupt, you know, criminal elements, almost gives me a sort of a mafia, you know, Catholicism connection kind of feel. You know, so yeah, I think I mean, that we could easily like make these um, these three religious orders some of the criminal factions. I would be, yeah, you know, given my world, or, or they totally okay with them, <laughs> <laughs> or they look the other way. Uh, now, uh, the the gods failing us, and again, it depends on what you sort of have in the, in the back of your mind for characters, because on some level, the gods failing us, and 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 we we left them behind. You know, for someone who maybe has a wants to take a character that's a little bit more religiously oriented, you know, that no. might be kind of an interesting thing. No, not me. Yeah, I have no preference. You guys can decide this one. I don't care. I am going to have a strong opinion on the um, next. No, sir. The uh, in my mind, the reason the third option didn't really fit is because I'm thinking these are like established, powerful um, religious entities that are that are you know struggling to become the preeminent yeah, religion. They would, and they would they would for the like try and make sure a, like a state existed. Yeah, yeah, I agree. But okay. yeah, right. yeah, so that that type of that doesn't arise in that there has to be more social cohesion for mm -hmm. religion to grasp, that type of religion to grasp onto um so uh, uh although i guess you could make an argument that maybe the religions existed before the cataclysm and they carried over and, and maybe they're the only thing that holds us together so if you really want three pete um not going to argue no, no, against I, it. It just. No, 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 no. I, 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 I was just sort of throwing out that you know I didn't know if you liked that one. Just didn't think that it fit. I thought it could still fit. Um, to me, the, the, this this one also is a situation which I know doesn't really matter to me one way or the other. Um, and and probably, frankly, if I was going to lean one way or the other, it might be towards one of the other two with less less of an emphasis on religion. Uh, maybe not quite. You know the gods failing us, but you know I like right from the beginning the our faith is as diverse. One says many have no religion or offer an occasional prayer out of habit. So to me that right. you know 
it says that, that religion is right, there. So faith like is there. Kind of, we're kind of consolidating on number two, right? Yeah. <laughs> I yeah. think that sounds good. I think two gives you a lot of opportunities to play right. different kinds of characters. It and doesn't shut it down. Conflict, so. Right. Okay. And it does offer and uh, uh, the uh, the both you know at different different times different places there are some people who are really into religion and other people who aren't you know that we have to interact with. Yep. So, right. uh, the quest starter is yeah. a cult seeks to take control of a site reputed to hold a primordial artifact. But how holy object do they seek? Why are you sworn to stop them? Nice. Okay. All right. Now, magic. All right. So, A, magic does not exist. B, supernatural powers are wielded by those rare people we call paragons. And they could be paragons through sort of genetic engineering, experimentation, mutations, augmentation. Those are some of the options. And then th number C, or option C, unnatural energies flow through the forge. Magic and science are two sides of the same coin. And Duck, you said you had you you had a strong yeah. feeling one way or the other. So and this is like Starfinder. Like, I, like I don't like. This is one case where you know I don't want your peanut butter in my chocolate. I, I would I would vote for one. Now, if somebody had a real strong, like, I don't know if one of you two wanted to be some sort of space wizard, you know, we can talk, but. And I, I'd no, be okay I wasn't with, like, like, two with, like, a, you know, telekinetic, you know, like a psionic kind of thing. Uh, but even that, that's not my, not my preference. That's, so that's my feeling. Right. And, and I think that either way, I was sort of thinking potentially about that path where is it kinetic um mm -hmm. but that doesn't have to be magical you know that, yeah I, that, I think that you know the psionics you know. is you know not out of bounds from yeah. a, you know a science-based universe yeah so like the path of you know i'd have to look at kinetic but um i would assume you right could, yeah but, but but i do like the idea of magic not existing overall right so you know we aren't you know throwing fireballs at everybody and you know, exactly. that kind of thing. Yeah. So, Rex, what do you think? Well, I looked at three, but since magic and science are, in fact, two sides of the same coin, that's kind of boring to me. I mean, I mm. play games to get away from reality I live in, so I wouldn't pick three. I just picked three to troll some. No, I'm fine with... Uh, uh, Magic does not exist. I'm uh, I'm kind of in the same. It, it has to be the right sci-fi for me to enjoy the science fantasy, and I'm not sure this is the right sci-fi for science fantasy. So I'm good with one, no magic. Okay. Yeah. Okay. All right. And then the quest starter is an ancient technological re relic unleashes a power indistinguishable from magic. What is the origin of this artifact? What ability does it grant? Are you sworn to protect or destroy it? So. Nice. All right. 
Uh, I will do communications and data. Number one, much was lost when we came to the forge. It is a dark age. Number two, information is life. We rely on a guild of spacebound couriers, the Heralds, to transport messages and data across vast distances between settlements. Number three, in settled domains, a network of data hubs called the Weave allow near instantaneous communication and data sharing between ships and outposts. Um, and I, you know, surprisingly, I don't have a super strong feeling about this. I don't know that the last one fits. We've kind of haven't done like a real structured society even in the you know the part of the the forge the terminus right it's still we have the criminal stuff so i mean we could still have i guess any of one of them could work but i don't right. have a strong opinion well i was thinking that from a story perspective maybe the third one might give uh you know these criminal organizations kind of a a nexus for them to go after targets you know, yeah. so you know these these this weave these these data hubs are really important, right? And so if mm. you've got you know the evil powers of AT and T and Verizonians <laughs> and and the Spectronians trying to you know kill everybody for the you know control of them, that might make for interesting storytelling. On the other hand, it might just be again a little too close to home. It uh it would definitely like the weave. You know, it sounds like we could go down a little cyberpunky path, which I'm not opposed to. Um, so, oh, you that. know what? I didn't even think about that too. That that's not a that's not a bad thought there. But yeah, you know, I mean, evil evil uh, criminal organizations certainly does not preclude large corporations. In fact, uh, it may hmm. encourage them. Uh, I'm leaning towards one, just okay. because you know we're we're carrying swords. And if if we did yeah. kind of figure out that our low-tech solutions were what saved our skin against the aliens before we fled, you know, maybe um, we lost some of our high-tech instantaneous data sharing. It was it was uh, you know wiped out by the aliens with their planet killers. Um, they mm -hmm. disrupted our web. Our network. Maybe it's like um, uh, e impulses or something like that. Everything's vacuum yeah, tube now. One. Okay. Because I think that gives us a yeah, lot well, of opportunities for finding stuff. Um, I'm good. And having that. this weird, uh, like we travel faster than light, but um, you know, we have a, you know, vacuum tube radio or. Something something mm -hmm. because yeah. very traveler or, or whatever as an example yeah right. yeah no no and and it's, it is more consistent i think with some of the other choices we made so uh, yeah one's good to me all right let's pick one all right so much it's a dark age uh was i reading that one yes uh quest starter is yeah. an insurgent organization seeks to make knowledge available to all. To that end, they ask your aid in stealing important data from an outpost belonging to a corrupt organization. What information is held there? Why is it also important to you? Okay, very good. All right. 
Uh, does that put me up for medicine? I believe so. Yeah. Okay. So medicine, we have three choices. Uh, first choice, our advanced medical technologies and expertise was lost during the exodus. Our second option, to help offset shortages of medical supplies and knowledge, the technicians we call riggers create crude, but functional organ and limb replacements. Uh, and then the third, the menders are an order of sworn healers who preserve our medical knowledge and train new ge generations of caregivers. Um, so does anyone have any strong feelings about those three choices? No strong feeling, not one way or the other, no. Uh, I would, I guess my choices would be actually between two and three. I don't want to lose all our technology, so I think that I wouldn't mind still having some medicine there. But that just might be who I am. <laughs> uh, but then I was I also... I have no preference whatsoever. You know, well, um, the, the, I could if anybody if anybody wanted to take the the, the path that has the uh, the augmented path, we may want to consider two. It's true. I, I'm actually okay with three if that's where you want to go. I kind of like the idea that there's this general low tech thing, but oddly. This you know super dedicated group of people kept uh, fairly modern and advanced uh, medical technology available, and you know they didn't try to leverage it uh, for power. They really tried to do it for you know the benefit of people, and they're they're almost like the original Knights Templar, you know, or Knights Hospital Hospitaller. Yeah. Um, cool. yeah, they're, they're really just trying to care for people, so. Uh, so I'm okay with three if that's what you want to go with. Yeah, let's go with let's go with three. All right. And and it doesn't necessarily have to mean high technology uh, medical knowledge either. Just right. you know, they're mm -hmm. they're skilled at, at, at yeah, care. Right. So right. And it wouldn't preclude the some sort order. of um uh rigor you know some sort of organ you know or enhancements yeah. or something like that yeah mm -hmm. the questar starter is a reactor exploded at a remote settlement killing several and exposing many others to lethal radiation the team of menders and route to provide aid were captured by raiders what do raiders demand for the release okay mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. All right, so let's see. Our artificial intelligence is next. I'm going to refill my drink while you guys start the right. next one. Okay. All right, so <clears throat> we no longer have access to advanced computer systems. Instead, we must rely on the specialists we call adepts. Two, the vestiges of our advanced machine intelligence is coveted and wielded by those in power. Or three, artificial consciousness emerged in the time before the exodus. And sentient machines live with us here in the forge. Hmm. Uh, you know, I was sort of leaning towards. Now, again, we we're we're talking about sort of a low lower technology society, right? But you know, 
one of my character concepts involved me potentially having a combat bot. Uh, I have a couple mm -hmm. different I, thoughts. I, and I got to tell you, I always lean toward having AIs. Um, yeah. Which would put us in kind of the two or three. I mean, two, I think, would match. Like, you know, we have these kind of powerful, you know, maybe, there, you know, there isn't a central government, but there's these powerful organizations. So, you know, they would have some access to, you know, AI. Um, but, you know, the, but the, you know, maybe, you know, a, a vacuum tubes and stuff, you know, maybe there's some special shielding or something like where we could get them to survive. But, you know, most of the, like, you know, our computers and stuff are pretty rudimentary. Um, I think two would fit. I, I We could probably, we could make any of them work, honestly. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. I think that they're all broad enough that I think we uh, uh, most of the time could. Yeah. Uh, I, I'd say if you want a bot, though, why don't you? Do you have a preference on which one? If you were thinking of maybe a robot, you know, I think number two will be fine. You know, because again, I'm looking here at the bottom. If you are accompanied by machine intelligence, you might have a companion to combat bot, survey bot, or utility bot, survey bot rather. And mm -hmm. and both two and three, I think, would serve that. Mm -hmm. uh, so yeah, I think that that let's let's go with two. Okay. Because then that also gives another reason why. You know, these, you know, some criminal, powerful organization and people, which right. again could be our criminal organizations, right, are, are maybe that's why they're in control. Maybe they're the ones who, who sort of got the advanced AI. Mm -hmm. Sure. Uh, I'm fine with two. All right. All right. And the quest starter for that was you receive a covert message from an AI held by a powerful leader. It is a plea for help. What does it ask of you? So, and, and also with that in mind, you know, then that, that gives a consciousness to that AI, right? So mm -hmm. you know, it's a little bit of a. Cool. Okay. Nice. All right. War. Number one, here in the forge, resources are too precious to support organized fighting forces or advanced weaponry. Number two. Those few with the ability to pay can call on the Legion, a guild of professional soldiers, to defend or expand their holdings. The rest of us are on our own. Number three. War never ends. Talented weaponsmiths and shipwrights craft deadly high-tech tools of destruction. Dominant factions wield mighty fleets and battle-hardened troops. Number one. Do you like number one? Yeah, I think number, I one, like number can, one. Yeah, I, I think I think it makes it. Yeah, I mean, unless you want, I don't like number two, because um, it implies some sort of, you know, even without a like a government, but it just, yeah, yeah, um, yeah I'm I'm good with one. Uh, yeah. The quest starter for one is. Once a year, raiders return to claim a large portion of the harvest from a remote settlement. This year, the harvest was meager and the settlers cannot bear the cost. With the raiders due to arrive in a matter of days, what will you do to protect the people of the outpost? It sounds like that was a um, uh, serenity episode or whatever it was. <laughs> or right. seven samurai. Or uh, seven, yeah, any of those. Yep. All right. So let's see. Let me. Uh, 
Does that put me up for precursors? Yes. Yep. Precursors. Number one, this galaxy has a rich history over eons of vast number of civil civilizations rose and fell within the forge. Uh, number two, centuries ago, two great powers fought a cataclysmic war within the forge. And number three, the Ascendancy, a highly advanced space-faring empire, once ruled the entirety of the forge. Uh, so what's interesting is all three of these choices have to do with the past. None, none of them are going to directly affect current right. gameplay. They're just going to affect basically like what's yeah. what we can find or salvage or resurrect from the past. Yeah, so it, to me, any of them good. is a is a possibility. I, yeah, and I, I like. They, yeah, do they even change? Like it doesn't even seem like the choice here really matters too much. Eh, maybe well, I think more from an. I, I, I think from a backstory, sure, know, more sure, of a sure. flavor text rather yeah. than anything. Because I think one and three to me are very similar, um, and and I like one or three because again, one of my other concepts was potentially being a, a explorer scavenger type. So you know, sort of, sort of, you know, being the arch an archaeologist type almost. You know, so you know, looking for you know, well, two really doesn't rule that out though. I mean, two it. To me, it's just going to affect what, like, are you, if you pick two, you're going to find, you might be more likely to find, like, an old uh, battleship or something, right? Right. Um, weapon. Yeah, a weapon. And if you pick, um, you know, one or three, you're more likely to find more peaceful things. Yeah. Um, so I would say two or three, because either of those selections creates the possibility that, um, that that connects to our gates that mysteriously opened and allowed us to escape. Um, so I, for two, it could be one of the sides. Mm. Set that up to try to, to bring in like reinforcements or allies. I like that for two, yeah. Okay. Like it, yeah, yeah. That whoever made these gates, and maybe the reason you know that neither one of them is around is because the war they fought. Mm -hmm. What do you, Pete? You were yeah. You know, two well, was your last well, you know, choice. Well, no, but 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 Rex's idea though sounds good, right? Because okay. we could sort of look at that as well. You know, they were in this war and they they opened up this gate, but you know they miscalculated, or you know, so we didn't get there. We didn't get through the gate in time to help them, right? Mm -hmm. So that's also we're right. trying to figure out well, why why did we get invited, right? Well, turns right. out we were invited to help them, but by the time we got through, you know, party was over. Yep. And okay. and again, there, it references scavenging right there in the description, so it's not right. like. Avenger wouldn't work for this one either. You're you're exactly yeah. correct. That's fine. It yeah, works yeah. with the story. Like it. Okay. All right. Uh, so was that me? Was I reading this? I think I did. No, it was uh, me. So oh, the quest, it was mine. The quest starter. Uh, Zeno, archaeologist, 
precursor ruins has discovered an ancient weapon. What is the nature of this relic? What forces seek to take control of it? Very good. Okay. All right. And then next to laugh, last is life forms. All right. And then uh, A, the forge is a chaotic galaxy, but life has found a way. B, life in the forge was seeded and engineered by the Essentia, ancient entities who enact their inscrutable will in this galaxy. Three, life in this galaxy is abundant, but often corrupted. Many sites and planets are overrun by dreadful forge spawn. Uh, I just, you know, I always, when we can have more, more life, more creatures, more anything to run into, I, I always like that. So mm -hmm. to me, uh, three, you know, is, is good for me from that perspective. But I'm not wedded to that. Even if you guys have a reason to go with the other two, I'm okay with that too. But it just, you know, I just like the idea of dreadful forge spawn. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, for some reason, strongly dislike two. Interesting. Um, and I'm okay with one or three. I'm okay with I just, three. I, I read the rest. Uh, yeah, I read the rest of two, like the additional information, and it really just kind of rubbed me the wrong way. Okay. Yeah. Okay. All, All right. right. So let's we're going to go with three. three. All right. And so a faction is said to be experimenting with forge spawn DNA to create a new biological super weapon. Where are these tests being conducted? Why are you? Sworn to stop them. Okay. Abundant, but off, but often corrupted. All right. I'm just making our notes and then I'll read about horrors. Very nice. All right. The last. Uh, question. Last truth. Horrors. Number one. Put enough alcohol in a spacer and they'll tell you stories of ghost ships crewed by vengeful undead. It's nonsense. Number two. Most insist that horrors aren't real. Spacers know the truth. And number three. The strange energies of the forge give unnatural life to the dead. The soul binders are an organization sworn to confront these horrifying entities. And I, I would, uh, again, my vote is towards either two or three, just because I like more options. Mm -hmm. So, you know, if, if we were to come across a space horror, I like it. Yeah. Uh, if we never crossed, came across a space horror of some sign, that's fine too. It doesn't necessarily have to be an organization who confronts them. So, not not necessarily. Oh my gosh, we have to have something like three. But uh, on the other hand, you know, uh, even number one doesn't mean that we couldn't come across that's something. Right. And, you know, yeah, I mean, so it doesn't it doesn't totally shut us down. Right. I, I you know we kind of went the no magic. Um, but one doesn't say like I do kind of like you know, you know you had in um, uh, like you know you had the reavers and something. You can always have a scientific explanation for a kind of undead 
zombie kind of guys. Yep. Right. Um, I just want to be a focus. So I, I feel like number three uh, pushes the game in a, at least potentially yeah, in number a, three. That's, that's too much zombie for my taste. So, yeah, it, it, it creates yeah. this organization and all this kind of stuff. But, you know, one and two doesn't limit our options for having these kind of creatures. It just, you know, means that, you know, they're, yeah, they're more unknown. I'm good with either one or two. Do we want to say two then, perhaps? Is that okay? Pete, where you yeah, let's go with two. Yeah, okay. let's go with two. All right. Uh, for number two, the quest starter is a group of settlers established a home in an abandoned orbital station under the light of a white dwarf star. The previous inhabitants were killed in a raider attack years ago, but it seems the dead do not rest there. The people are plagued by strange noises, unsettling visions, and constant mechanical issues. All right. Uh, okay. So we're on to characters, right? Yeah. And you know this this uh this document does a really pretty good job of really stepping you through making a character. I know. Easy. I mean, uh, I, I mean, I know he's just riffing on his previous system, but um, for like playtest stuff, this is I'm pretty impressed actually. Yeah. But it's almost, you know, again, a refinement of it. So he knows what, right. you know. So I like, you know, the, the idea, okay, well, you know, choose two paths from the beginning. That should be your starting off. And then, you know, boom, boom, boom. Mm -hmm. uh, and I like right, that they so, even give you... So why don't um, I go ahead and... An inspiration. Go ahead, Pete. Well, no, I was going to ask. So, so Rex, how much of the, um, the character stuff have you looked at up to this point? A any of it? Uh, for Starforge, not really any of it. Okay. Um, okay. I have some experience reading Iron Sworn, so listening to so, them do uh, Iron Sworn. So, gotcha. All right. Well, so what I thought. So, so the first step then is to you know is it, it, it suggests to, to choose two paths. So, I don't know if you want to go through those uh, paths now. Now, Duck, have you have you sort of have any ideas yet? I purposely kind of let myself. I'm, I'm wide open. I don't even have a concept yet. But um, okay. So, um, if, and I know it sounds like Pete, you do. So, do you want to like? So, well, so that's what I thought. You know, since I have, I have sort of two potential paths for me to go. Okay. Um, at, at least, right? So I thought just to to sort of get some discussion going, right? So one of my thoughts was be was taking navigator and trader. Uh, okay. and kind of being like a, uh, like a merchant, you know, type sure. of a guy, um, mm -hmm. a, tr a, you know, basically a trader as well. And under, under really the, uh, it, it's space bound merchant. Right. And I kind of mm -hmm. had this idea of a guy in a sort of eighties, nineties, you know, leather blazer, you know, mm -hmm. uh, you know, always looking for a wheel and dealing, you know, type of a guy. Right. Mm -hmm. uh, or an explorer scavenger. You know, again, someone mm -hmm. who's just sort of traveling around, maybe up until this point, kind of on his own, um, you know, exploring, you know, would, would hear rumors of, of maybe, uh, you know, sites uh, or where something happened and maybe a battle sites, 
you know, maybe maybe this guy's into uh, war games and is looking to look at old, you know, based on our on our our war uh, our pre our precursors, right? You know, traveling to the Gettysburg of the Forge to you know look mm-hmm. for you know musket balls or something. I don't know. Um, so those were you know sort of my two options. The other thought I was again depending on what you guys were were doing as I also was wondering about maybe doing something with a uh, with an augmentation. But I think that probably I'm just going to stick with one of these other two just to kind of keep it simpler for me at this point. What um, if, so I don't know if that's something that you guys could build off of or work off of? Here, here's here's a character uh, thought for you, and I'm not wedded to this. What if I was blade master and diplomat? So I'm thinking I'm from, you know, I'm one of these uh, people from the clan. Now we have to figure out how we're all linked together, but it would certainly be, but you know, between your either one of your characters, I think it would be an interesting contrast. Yeah. And let me look at the Blade Master just to kind of get an idea. Oh, yeah, okay, Blade, and then you said Diplomat? And Diplomat, yeah. And I really didn't look at them in too much detail, uh, but, it, you know, as I just kind of skimmed through Diplomat, it's mostly on the negotiate. So, I mean, I was just trying to look for one, you know, we kind of, we have this thought, you know, we have these iron blades and, you know, there's this kind of residual low-tech, uh, kind of almost aristocratic cast i th- i feel like in our in our galaxy and yeah. like somehow i'm a part of that and you know maybe neither one of you guys is or maybe one of you is but um but you know maybe and you know maybe i'm been cast off for some reason or you know well and i think you're right you know the thing is is that as far as you and i uh, our characters e- either way maybe i'm someone that you know we've come across each other because again you're a blade master so you're looking always for blades so that could be well i'm a trader you know yeah. and and keeping an eye open for something like that or even if you. you're or, like a scavenger uh, right i'm the scavenger who's look actually looking for the blade kind of a thing or or you've heard of me you know looking for the blade or i i heard yeah. that you want a blade, or you know something yeah. of that nature all right, let's let uh, Rex have you when you look through these. Is anything jumping out at you? Um, so I I have an idea, uh, and then I guess the only question in my mind is, um, you know, from the party's point of view, you know, do we need my character to fill gaps? Um, so let me just show you the idea that I kind of stumbled into. So the two paths are archivists. Uh, mm-hmm. You're the bearer of a digital archive of specialized knowledge. Um, and then I was uh, going to pair that with a veteran. Um, when you make connection, make connection, add plus one if you roll a match to you have history. Uh, and then basically farther down, um, it gives you some advantage in a fight. And I'm almost thinking like he's, uh, the, you know, almost like a unit historian of, a of a clan mm-hmm. group, um, mm-hmm. uh, or, or a soldier who, you know, finally realized that just fighting and killing, you know, there's gotta be more to it than just fighting and killing, we, we need to make a better forge. And so then he, the archives thing kind of came about. 
um, which I see why he would be valuable to a merchant. Um, yep. My only question is, do we have a situation where like our ship breaks and then we all just stand there and go, um, this is unfortunate. Uh, like, I don't know if we need someone who's more of like a pilot gearhead type person to, to keep tech working. So. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't necessarily get the, I, I don't, I don't know if we should need necessarily worry too much about that. Again, the right. idea I think is that, you know, a lot of play, people are probably playing this solo, right? So the idea is that you should be able to get through, you know, narratively speaking, almost anything, you know, individually, right? So I, 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 I wouldn't necessarily, unless, unless there's something yeah, you, about, I'm, I'm agreeing with you. Yeah. Yeah. So, and, and certainly with what you just talked about, I think that those could, uh, mesh well with with all with both of us right because again as the archivist you know um and the veteran you know that those two sort of com that combination might have you know we might have come in contact through some connection you know as far as in either way whether i'm trading or or exploring right um we may have known right. the same people who gave us similar information and then you know with with duck being uh, sort of a diplomatic type, right? I'm actually, uh, now I'm re looking at cards, I'm thinking still the same kind of character concept, but instead of being diplomatic, maybe I'm a blade master and an ace. So I'm like, I'm a, a what, how do you say it? Scion, scion, scion of a noble family who like loved racing and shit. So I'm very, I'm also a very good pilot. Um, oh, yeah. So blade master yeah. and ace. But yeah, I don't think it would change too much. Other than uh, you know, uh, maybe well, maybe I need diplomat so we can. <laughs> <laughs> we never, yeah. I mean, yeah, I don't know. Well, and again, I I, well, I think you, it's just. What... Go ahead. If you drop diplomat, then I would consider going archivist diplomat instead of oh. archivist veteran. I think that I would be that would make sense as well. Yeah, I think that might be more useful. I mean, veterans, okay, you know, and just mechanically, like as you're looking at these cards, so the the uh, the filled in dot is the one you get. Uh, the the mm -hmm. blank dots are are um, uh, level upgrades. Upgrades. Yeah. upgrades. yeah. So right. yeah, you're not going to get the combat abilities of the veteran until we, you know, not not at first anyway. Right. So the yeah, I and I don't know. I mean, yeah, the veteran, I mean, but the veteran has certainly, it's very, like, yeah, I think it's, which one speaks more to you, I guess. Because, like uh, Pete says. It was, just, it was just kind of an interesting, thing, and actually, I had I had two uh, uh, inspirations for this, weirdly. Mm -hmm. One it was, like, a chaplain in a 40K uh like all mm. you know marine chapter mm -hmm. um or actually like technically the librarian in a 40k type way um mm -hmm. and then from the black company series croaker croaker you know, like yep. part of what yeah it's immediately what i thought of when you started talking of, so that was kind of a thought and i'm like well that's an interesting you know that's different than what you probably run across in most games um yeah but I absolutely could 
archivist diplomat makes a lot of sense. Um, and I could see playing that and, and, you know, that character just wouldn't be much use in a fight. Um, whereas I thought archivist, you know, veteran, not that Would have I agree, you don't get the, uh, you don't get the, the fighty fighty stuff right away. Um, uh, it just, I, I thought they were, yeah, I think I, I like the veteran. Work. I think you should do the veteran and archivist thing. I like that. I like the Croker idea. Pete, you okay with that? Yeah, I think that'd be great. And so, Pete, okay. which one do you think yeah. you think you're going to go with your traitor uh, navigator? Well, so or, yeah. Well, or so the thing, the one? funny thing too, was that I was kind of thinking, you know, like I also was going to, if I took the traitor navigator, my sort of backstory, I think, was going to be that I, I also came from a, a, a little bit more of an aristocratic family, uh, mm -hmm. but I didn't want to, um, you know, I didn't, I didn't want to to follow in the family footsteps. You mm -hmm. know, and, and I wanted to, you know, I was, again, always that the, the wheeler dealer type of a guy. So I kind of just, you know, took off on my own, you know. And so I felt like I, you know, I got a pretty good ship, you know, because I had my, you know, the money that my family had. But, you know, now I'm cut off. So, you know, uh, so that was kind of the way that I looked at that. And then the Explorer Scavenger, I, that was going to be more of a, gosh, and I didn't want it this as, as the vibe, but I can't, can't help but keep thinking like a Indiana Jones kind sure. of. But more of an ex-academic, you know, who maybe was discredited for some of his wacky views, you know, and just, you know, now just explores and scavenges. So, gosh, it's a toss-up. What do you guys think as far as fitting in with your characters? Either one of those backstories kind of? I mean, I think if you do the, I mean, we're going to be, yeah, um, we are going to be combat limited, um, which, you know, like you say, the, I mean, it's not like. Oh. Yeah, we'll have all the basic combat stuff. Yeah, right. I, I should point out that I was gonna take, uh, and we haven't gotten to that part yet. But I was gonna take a companion combat bot for the Explorer Scavenger to okay. to sort of fill in that gap for me because I felt okay. like, okay, well, if I'm this sort of professor type who's exploring, I need somebody to kind of protect me a little bit, you know, when mm -hmm. I was on my own, right? Mm -hmm. So, so you know what, I'm gonna go with that one, actually, okay. uh, because uh, again, down the line, I'll pick the combat. Um, yeah, right. I think that that'll be perfect. All right. All right. Okay. So now going to the next step now, sort of creating our own backstory, which we were just sort of talking about. Um, and, and this isn't anything that has to be, you know, a hundred percent nailed down, obviously at this point, but you know, do either one of you guys have a, an idea for your backstory? So again, I, 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 to, to just sort of, reiterate I, I think i'm gonna come from you know i was a a college professor type you know who had some you know different ideas uh that didn't fit in with the mainstream you know academia you know so i was basically you know outed ousted from you know my academic position so i kind of fell into you know sort of exploring just saying you know what f you guys i don't, I don't need a, a university to do this um, and that kind of a thing. So I've just kind of been going on my own. Um, but somewhere along the line, you know, met you guys. Um, and, you know, my, my first thought was, especially maybe for you, because you said that maybe you came from an aristocratic family, right. right? So I'm thinking, well, you could have been one of my students, maybe, you okay. know? Uh, and, and I don't necessarily have to have been an older, t you know, professor. Maybe I was, you know, the young, the young professor on campus, right? And that's, you know, why we had a friendship or something. 
Um, but, again, but but again, it, that doesn't fit with your concept. We don't have to do that either. But I no, just, that, that came to my mind. That works for me. Um, Got to come up with a name. Yeah, I, I think my backstory is going to be... Um, You know, I, 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 you know, maybe, uh, you know, maybe I'm actually like a bastard or something, right? So, um, oh, and I'm thinking, just as I read through the list, like, you know, I feel like, you know, my father is one of the, you know, you know, I'm, I'm the John Snow of the family, kind of, right? So, I was just gonna, just wondering about that. Right. Yeah. So I'm kind of this, you know, I was uh, quasi acknowledged and given a lot of the advantages, like the schooling where I met you, you know, and I learned how to pilot. But, you know, I was never, you know, I've, I've always been kind of on the outside. So I have this kind of chip on my shoulder. Um, yeah. And, you know, at some point, you know, we, you know, it was decided, like we we kind of and you know we'll have to work Rex's character into this somehow, but uh, you know maybe we decided to head off on our own and and make our own way and and that sounded appealing to me because you know there wasn't yeah. anything for me in in the family uh, you know other than you know they'd given me lots of opportunities and I was grateful and I'd formed bonds with you know some of them you know my the people my own age but you know the the ones who you know like I always felt like a second class citizen among them. So I kind of, this, yeah. this chip on the shoulder thing will definitely be a thing. Okay. Uh, so I think my character was from a more remote place, clearly not nobility. Uh, um, and his, his family was, you know, quote unquote working class. Um, but there was a small, you know, educational institution for lack of better term and his parents worked really hard to to get him in there and he was starting as a young man his studies there when um this mercenary unit rolled through the planet and um they drafted him into the unit because they needed somebody to like you know keep the books and keep the roster and you know, keep track of logistics, this, that, and the other. And somewhere along the way, um, I spent the years, he didn't want to go, um, but he didn't have a choice. Um, you know, somewhere along the way, the unit was involved in the situation. And um, as a byproduct, he, he gained access to this uh, data archive and realized this is like a really valuable thing. Um, and while he had been drafted into the mercenary force, um, they did still operate as mercenaries. So he had a contract. And so when his contract was up, he basically, you know, left that unit and he's just kind of devoted himself now to his quest for knowledge, um, to, to find more of these archives and one, because he knows there's value in it, but two, just because his curiosity is peaked about, what can we do if we pull this knowledge together and and make it available? Um, so he's a freelancer, and he just kind of signs himself on to people if he thinks that they're going somewhere interesting or they have an angle on, um, you know, gaining new access to new archives. And so I'm assuming at some point 
y'all were in the same spaceport or um, you know, some other circumstance that you cross paths and I glommed on to you because I think you guys are going to take me somewhere interesting. Yeah, especially with right. the way you talked about, you know, looking for more, you know, these data kind of things, you know, maybe we you know, met in a, a, you know, an archival setting at in in the university that I was at or another university that I was visiting or, you know, so again, plenty of ways for us to have, have come across each other. All right, well, good. All right, so good. So that we've got uh, our backstories. Uh, then our background, Val. All right, so that's the hard one. Uh, mm -hmm. Well, you know what? For me, I think that I, I have a general idea. So I guess what I'm going to – I'm wondering if it's okay with you guys. Mm -hmm. You know, we talked about how the two warring factions, right? So I'm going to look at it from that perspective. I, I want to say that let's say that the, the the galaxy's narrative about this war is that, you know, uh, and I don't have a name for anybody at this point. So, you know, uh, faction A, you know, were the good guys and faction B were not such good guys. And so, you know, I, I, I want to say that, you know, through my research, you know, I had come across some conflicting you know, uh, data and history that it suggests that, you know what, maybe they were closer to each other than we thought. So it upsets mm. people's views, right? So, you know, it, it wasn't so clearly black and white. It's me and a bunch of eggheads in this adventure, goddammit. <laughs> I like it. Well, so my background, Val, might be to, you know, uh, find that, that, that last bit of convincing evidence you know, that'll show the galaxy, you know, that that faction B, you know, wasn't wasn't as evil, you know, as as they say. Uh, and that obviously they're all I think they're all now what epic What's the, the term. Yeah, I think your, your background bow should be your should be epic. I think I think I don't even think we get a choice now. I think it's all right. epic. I think I, that makes sense, though, actually. And, and what my thought process was also that, you know, maybe there was enough of, of, of these factions, even though we kind of said it was a while ago. Maybe mm -hmm. I'm maybe it turns out that, you know, uh, I, you know, I'm a descendant also, you know, that are, they, you know, but the, are, they, are the, the, the powers that had a war in the forge, are they human or are they alien? Oh, I got yeah. the, the, to me, the, I mean, I, and I, it's just, I mean, it, it, I guess it's a check your assumptions at the door kind of thing. I, I think uh, I kind of like, I had assumed they were alien, but it sounds like you had assumed they were human, but, um, which yeah, is I think it probably go either way. Yeah. What were you thinking, Rex? Um, I had assumed that they were non-human. Because the they were here before we're we not got from here. our galaxy, yeah. Yeah. right? Yeah. Um, okay. And when we arrived, they were done. But we could take all life in the galaxy, in the universe. You know, there's this narrow window that it can that it can stem from. Mm -hmm. You know, it's like it's a, a rule of the universe that oh, you know, intelligent life will basically this small segment. Every intelligent life is going to fall in this little tiny 
wedge yeah. of of all possibilities. And so maybe you could have some type of uh, mixed ancestry that, that came out of this. Maybe there were some survivors and they were able to blend in uh, with the humans that arrived and, you know, decided, well, let's just lay low and, and not advertise that we are the people that brought them here, open the gates or whatever it might be. Um, yeah. So I, I mean, we can work with that. So. What Pete? What if your character? What if uh, like you know people just don't know? Like we? What if we came to this Forge Galaxy, and people just maybe just like me just assumed like yeah, there's there's weird weirdest aliens. What if your character's like secret vow is to prove like maybe he's uncovered the fact that well these were actually humans, and you know or you know yeah. maybe both sides were humans and you know like no one no one is like willing to accept this but that's your your vow is to prove right. that this was true right and and it's exactly the the idea right that i'm trying to prove something that that isn't the accepted right the accepted narrative right, right. so and and maybe specific. you know whether whatever the reason for that is whether it's rex's you know there's a narrow window which intelligent or whether you know maybe you know, Earth wasn't the origin of humanity, right? Maybe, um, maybe it was a you know a, a colony that fell down and came back up, or something like that, right? Who knows? Yeah. No, that's good. Uh, and and the the thing the thing too I like is that you know we we could sort of leave some of the details vague, and then as right, the story exactly. goes, right? Fill it like in. So no, that's very, great. Very yeah, academic. Okay. That's, that's yeah. my vow. I think Dutch. I should go next. Yeah, I, you know, I hate to be. It seems, you know, given my backstory, there's kind of an obvious answer. I'm trying to put a spin on it. I was gonna, I was gonna look at the oracle here. Um, because uh, they do recommend, like they say, can't think of a vow. Roll action and theme. Uh, so I was just going to do Which that oracle? and see what happened. Uh, it's one of the PDFs. The Oracle is like the document. It's like random table generators. Action okay. and theme. Why can't I find initial contact, settlement names? Did they not? Oh, there it is. Action and theme. All right. I'm just going to roll twice here. Uh, and do. Okay, so I get an action of 38, which is eliminate, and a theme of 83, strategy. Hmm. Eliminate strategy. Uh, if I went to 82 or 81 spirit, no, we didn't really do. Eliminate stranger. What if... Um, like, you know, I'm a scion uh, or a bastard of a noble family. What if I believe that, you know, I may actually, you know, and this is the trite part of my backstory, but, you know, what if I feel like maybe I am not a bastard and I want to prove that? But, you know, maybe there is some sort of dark period in my family's history um, where, you know, there was a, like there was kind of a purge of, of my family. Um, and it was, you know, in the, in the, the, right around the time of my birth. Um, and yeah, I'm pulling on, um, Game of Thrones a lot, but, um, uh, 
and uh, you know, there's there's a, there's a lot of uncertainty. Uh, it's just kind of commonly accepted that I'm a bastard, and um, but you know, I, I maybe my uh, my vow is to try and um, find the the people who did this. You know, and maybe I don't even know. Maybe I don't even know. I maybe I accept totally that I'm a bastard. I'm, I'm wavering here. Uh, maybe my goal is to like avenge this uh, this purge that was done on my family. We don't know. Like you know, there was a there was an attack made um, on this this clan that's kind of the most powerful family, although we, you know, we don't control much, uh, but we were the ones that kind of guided humanity through the gates, uh, you know, led the way. So we have some prestige, but not a lot of kind of real governing power. Uh, but, you know, when I, right around the time I was born, there was this dark period and, um, you know, it's commonly thought that, you know, there are these these shadowy forces that were at fault. So my iron vow is to figure out who they are and, and you know, I'm riffing off the eliminate stranger thing uh, and basically kill them. What do yeah, you guys Sounds good. All right. Yeah. Yeah, no, there's no, um, no problem there. And yeah, we're very, and I like the dichotomy and I think Rex is going to go in a different direction too. Well, I'm, I'm, I don't want mine to be too close to Pete's is the only thing I'm trying to avoid. Right. I was thinking that it was going to be something with an archive. Um, and he's, he's going to oh, unravel yeah. the mystery of two, to two factions, or he's going to bring truth. There's actually an oracle called Character Goal farther down um, that I'm kind of looking at to see if anything... Oh. Uh, leads out it's like like it, theoretically he could be discover a truth um there's mm-hmm. one like refute a falsehood um i am going to what page is character goal on 36 36 oh way down the there. Oh. oh yeah um Look at it. so here's what, I, what I'm thinking. I think my vow is to um, return to my home planet with enough, uh, you know, collected archival information to create to 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 go back to that like rudimentary school that I went to. And turn it into uh, like an actual respected, you know, center of knowledge and, and learning. And so I'm going to gather information throughout the forge to bring it back there to to make that place. And obviously, you know, to elevate my family um, in the process. But um, you know, my, my parents really, you know, had this desire for me to better myself by learning and then the, these mercenaries drug me away from that and i'm going to i'm going to make that come true it, it, it far larger than they ever thought mm, nice i don't know exactly how i'd word that but that's that's the idea let's go yeah, I think that made that work. uh establish a 
establish a yeah yeah <laughs> I'm just gonna say like establish a, a center of learning you know sure I like that all right okay all right so now we get aboard our starship mm -hmm. uh, and so we're flying with allies so the starship asset is sort of shared between all of us uh, let's see now who wants to so the thing is is that I was kind of under the I reading through this I was kind of the impression that you know we all got our we all got a starship you know, it's, it's part of character creation on some level. However, you know, when you're flying with allies, you're sharing the starship asset. So, right. so you know, one of us, one I mean, just narratively, yeah, one of us is going to own like own it, or we're all going to be crew. Right. Like it says, it doesn't really matter. Mm -hmm. I mean, my character obviously probably could have obtained one of the you know family starships. That's one method. Um, you know. I don't know, and that—that's certainly fine with me. We could have gained it through, you know, legal or illicit means, um, you know, or mm -hmm. shady means. I'm okay with either one. Uh, if you guys have an idea for how you got a starship, I mean, I'm definitely flying the thing. That's all I'm saying. Well, I mean, that—that that makes the most sense. Is that you? It, it, you know, your starship. You know, you, you, you got it somehow through your family money. Right. You know, I mean, certainly, you know, any starship that I would have had, you know, as a explorer scavenger, right, is going right. to be, you know, a bucket of bolts, right? Yeah. So, My, and mine is probably, uh, you know, it's probably like a, kind of a, maybe it's an, it's a, it's an older ship, but it is in, you know, really impeccable shape. I mean, it's one of the, you know, that it, it's no, it's no, it's no slouch. And it's got some, you know, maybe we have to scrape the paint to make it look crappy because otherwise, you know, maybe it's painted gold or something ridiculous, right? So um, it's it's kind of got like all the earmarks of, hey, you know, and I named my character Kian McCabe. So the McCabes are the, you know, the clan that led, you know, this famous clan that led humanity through the gates. So there's something that makes the ship, I like the fact that it's painted gold. Um, you know, it stands out and, you know, we will, you know, maybe when I first get it, 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 you can tell it's, it's, it's from the McCabe fleet and, you know, it announces, uh, our presence. Like, so if we ever want to be like a little lower key, we're going to have to do something about that. Uh, that works for me. I don't think there's a scenario where I would be bringing a ship to the equation. So. Yeah. No, sounds good. Does it have All a name? Right. Did you say? What's the name of the show? Um, let's see. <laughs> um, oh, I don't know. Have you guys got any ideas? Uh, no. For a ship name? Yeah, let me see. No. Uh, let's get some more. I'm looking at some generators now. 
Oh yeah, I need to figure out a name for my guy. What would be a good way to generate a name? Do you have a name uh, generator? I just go. There's a like na- fantasynamegenerators.com. It's got a whole bunch of generators. Uh, this is. Let's see. So let me think about this. This would be, you know, it would be ostentatious. Um, it would be bad luck to rename the ship. So maybe we're stuck with the name. Um, how about the? Um, how about the ostentatious? The ostentatious. <laughs> no, no, that's a little too. That's a little too. A little too. All right. A little too uh, on the nose. Um, uh, how about the um, albatross of destiny? Sounds good. Ooh. Yeah. Okay. Fantasy right. names. Come on. Fantasy. Okay. It's gold. All right. And now we all get to choose a final asset. Okay. And I haven't looked at these. Should we be picking, uh, like, should we be picking modules for the ship? You can. For this last asset, it can be a module, it can be a support vehicle, it can be a companion, or you can pick another path. Right. And I'm going to, I'm going with combat. That's a, that's a wise choice. Yeah. And I'm going to look for shoot. I'm looking at futuristic looking names. At, there, that's what I'm looking for. Ooh, Something like yeah. that. I'm looking. I'm looking Man. probably like enhancing the ship, maybe. Ooh, stealth refit. So maybe it's ostentatious, but maybe it has a some sort of uh, stealth tech. Uh, all right. I'm my name is Billix Damari. All right. Just keep hitting random name generators until I see something. No, nothing's jumping out at you, huh? Um Ooh. No, that doesn't no, 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 no. Ooh. No. I'm really leaning toward um Oh, you're taking combat bot. Ooh, maybe a glow cat. That would be interesting. It seems very kind of 80s sci-fi to have a glow cat. Yeah, I was trying to think if there was another way of doing something besides a cat. <laughs> right, yeah, I mean, it is, it's kind of got that cheesiness to it. Um, which, and actually, I got to tell you, uh, attracts me a little bit. Um I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go with the stealth refit. I think. Um. Hmm. I am thinking of taking a third path. 
All right. Uh, and I'm thinking. So one thought was agents. Uh, when you make a move to break into a secure site or hack or manipulate a secure system, add plus one and take plus one momentum on a hit. Mm -hmm. um, so I kind of like that. And then I'm, the only other thing I'm thinking is if there's something fighting uh, that I should be taking. Um, no, I think I'm going to take agent as uh, my uh, third asset. All right. Uh, and I think my name is going to be Virgil Exard. <laughs> All right. That's my mud name. I, I don't know what the significance of a mud name is versus a. Uh, I think mud name, name is correct. I think it's your actual name, right? Or and yeah, your, I, I, I do your think name so. Is your name in the game. Because it does same it does a little bit later saying iron name home and other legacy rewards uh, at the top of your character sheet will be enhanced through play or earned through play rather. So, oh okay. So yeah, mud name is I think our starting name. So. Okay. All right. Okay. okay. So what's next? Okay. So next we do we set our stats. So we get we get three and it's, it's page thirty five. So we get a three, two twos, and two ones to put under our edge, heart, iron, shadow, and wits. Um, okay. I find that heart and wits seem to be the most used in these games now not not necessarily star forged but iron sworn certainly um unless you're heavily into melee which then iron is sort of a number one so to me it seems that if you're trying to i, mean, I hate to say min max but if you're trying to min max a little bit heart seems to be the place where you want the highest stat because you, you do a lot of stuff with heart right um and so i'm frankly going to put my heart to three <laughs> <laughs> and then my wits are going to be two and then uh my edge and shadow so edge is that quickness agility and prowess so i'm not really good at stuff like that um i'm gonna put two for shadow considering that if i'm trying to sort of sneak through places be cunning explore, as i'm exploring so i'm not caught kind of thing you know you never know what's out there so that's how I'm, I'm rolling with edge, three of heart, one of iron, two of shadow, and two of wits. Hmm. Okay. And Duck, I suspect you're probably going to put your three in either iron or edge. Is that yeah, and I'm thinking, uh, I'm trying to look at what iron would get me. I think it would be edge. I think I'm going to put my three in edge. And uh, oh well, no, I'm fighting at close quarters. Maybe I'm. 
Like, when would you end up using wits? What kind of situations? Well, I um, think if we let, just let me let me pull out the you guys. I'm sure have the doll. Yeah, the, the moon's reference right is probably your best. Right. Right. Uh, so right, so like yeah. So there's a face danger move, for example, right? Um, when you attempt something risky or react to an imminent threat, envision your action and roll. If you act with speed, agility, or mobility, or agility, roll plus edge. With charm, loyalty, courage, or command, roll plus heart. With strength, endurance, or aggression, roll plus iron. With deception, stealth, or trickery, roll plus shadow. With expertise, focus, or observation, roll plus wits. Okay. And there are a lot of them like that. Uh, gather information will be a wits roll. Um, Ex exploring a waypoint's a wits roll, right? Um, it's very it, like a you know it's very PBTA, Rick. So your wits are going to be your kind okay. of information getting, and you can parlay those into some sort of combat and other things if you you know, and you know not that you would have any skills at kind of narrating the you're you're sammering yourself into the stat you want. But there's no uh, GM to stammer here. You're sammering your all of us. So. Right. All right. So let's go back and look what I've done here. I'm just trying to like. Yeah, maybe I'll make. Uh, I just got to. I'm maybe edge and iron are going to be my plus three and one of my plus twos. So now you know, I'm kind of that agent is my. Go ahead. Yeah, now that I take an agent as my third path, I'm thinking three in shadow. Because it's both physically sneaky, but it's also like manipulating, lying. Mm, okay. Yeah, that makes sense. People as well. So, so I'm thinking three shadow, two wits, two heart, one edge, one iron. I'm a veteran, but I didn't, I was in mercenary units for a long time. I was always the guy, like at headquarters. I wasn't the guy out, you know, on the front side, front lines, you know, doing the actual fighting. I was making sure the unit worked. Um, I, I think that's how I'm going to spread them. Okay. I think I'm also going. I'm going to do two for heart and iron. And I think that leaves me one. Yeah, it's easy. I'm just going to go straight across three, two, two, one, one. I'm going, yeah. I think it makes sense. Like, you know, I, I have the Blade Master thing, which makes me uh, kind of close quarters combat, but uh, my, my main strength is still the kind of the agility. All right. Set your stats. Set your condition tracks. Well, that's just a do it thing, right? Right. Those are all set for set us. Set five. Yeah. Um, oh, okay. So envision your character is next, right? Define one or two facts for their look, how they act, what they wear. I mean, we've kind of been doing that. Right. Um, Pete, what do you, you want to, you have an idea for the look of your character? Well, you know, the only thing that I can think of right off the bat is that I have, uh, and it just won't mean anything to you guys because you haven't seen it, but when I lived in Omaha, I bought this denim uh, duster 
uh, <laughs> that I used to wear around. It was a brown, brown, a brown denim duster. Did it have fringes? Uh, no, it, but it had a leather collar with leather, mm-hmm. like, little leather straps sort of around the, the wrists kind of thing. Um, and so th- that's kind of what I'm wearing around when I'm out exploring. Um, and, and I also think as far as acting, you know, I'm, I'm also somebody who, you know, I, I'm used to being, you know, giving lectures as a, as a professor. And so now I've been on my own, you know, exploring with my combat bot. And so whenever I get an opportunity, uh, you know, I just like to talk to people and almost lecture to them. Right. Mm-hmm. So sometimes you guys, you know, that my companions, you know, might have to say, oh, all right, okay, we get it. <laughs> mm-hmm. Nice. So that's kind all of right. Uh, I was going to look. I think um, I'm going to go like, I don't think uh, Kian is an attractive person. Uh, even though you know the, the his clan, you know they're they're you know they're generally attractive folks. He it definitely is not one of them. And you know maybe he's got some scarring. Maybe uh, this event that happened when he was just a child uh, led to some scarring. So maybe that kind of so he's kind of got a scarred face. Um, and you know maybe there's scars in other places. Um, he dresses well, you know, but not. You know, you can't tell he's um, nobility from the way he dresses. Uh, but, you know, he's got he's kind of got that walk, you know, that I deserve. You know, I'm too sexy for this uh, spacesuit kind of walk. Um, but, yeah, all, all of his all of his clothes are kind of high quality. Um, and but, you know, he's kind of perpetually, you know, maybe because of the scarring, uh, it looks like he's always scowling. So he's not a charismatic, uh, approachable person. Okay. Does he look at all like, um, cause you said he's, he, you, you still went with, he's a bastard, right? Yes. So does he look like he could be part of the family or does he, Oh yeah. Is it yeah. 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 There's a, there's that, that you know, there, maybe there's a nose and you know, there's kind okay. of a, like a green, I'm, I'm picturing McCabe, like it may, it may be kind of Scots Irish background perhaps. Um, and you know, he's got, he's definitely got that heritage and you can tell, like, if you look at him closely enough, uh, you can see the, the, the nobility in his, in his face. Gotcha. Okay. Good, so the interesting thing about Virgil is when you, if you were to sit down and interview people who had spent some time with Virgil and said, um, well, so, you know, what, what does he look like? Describe him. Um, people can struggle and they come up with these kind of, well, um, you know, he's, he's got like a, he's like medium height and, and medium build and uh, kind of a medium complexion. <laughs> hair's kind of dark, but there's a little bit of, there's a little bit of gray in it. And uh, I mean, I just, you know, he just, he blends in. He's a very nondescript person. Um, some of that he cultivates very carefully by like how he chooses to dress whenever he's in a particular uh, environment. Um, it's just, you know, he's, He's got very nondescript features, which actually is uh, an asset to him when he is 
doing agency type things because he's just not that memorable um, to people. It's, it's from an appearance point of view, he may be memorable once he starts talking or doing things. But, um, so he's he's a gray man. He's every man. Um, mm -hmm. That's who he is. Okay. All right, then we already named our characters, but the most important, I think, decision that we have to all make tonight is what are our pronouns? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm he, him. Well, you know, I had to ask my, my daughter, you know, to explain, uh, you know, why someone would be he, they. Yeah, I don't actually get because that's well. What's her? Uh, what's their face? Uh, did that? Yeah, I understand exactly why you're asking that. Um, and I don't get that either. What? What? What did your daughter say? I'm curious. Uh, she she didn't really give me a good answer. Okay. <laughs> Frankly. Yeah. Okay. Uh, uh, but first we'll go with he him because that's what. People no one wants to go with Zer. <laughs> I mean, I would just to fuck with people, but I, I don't really care that much. Yeah, it's no, just no, easier. Right. I'm, I'm, well, I'm moving on. Okay. So then, gearing up uh, again. The good news is that there's, you know, you know, we don't. There's not much to do. You know, we get our our spacer kit, I suppose it says, and you know, personal items, and then later on down the line, we might roll for something that we really need that's important. Uh, but is there anything in particular that you feel like sort of you need that represents an important aspect? Um, and and for you, wait, did you say you, you did stay with Blade Master, right? Yeah, no, my sword, of course. Right, so you've got your sword. Yeah. Um, I don't think that I have anything in particular that that I have to have, you know, as a piece of gear or you know. Um, yeah, I can't think of anything in particular that I would need. All right. Anything for you, Rex? Yeah, I don't think, I, I don't, uh, not specifically, you know, I'm sure he's probably got some rudimentary, uh, like tools for like, you know, lock picking and, you know, digital stuff, if that's still a thing. Um, right. But uh, there's nothing that's like, oh, he definitely needs to have this to start out. So, yeah. Just... All right, good. One, well, and I think cool. also, that, again, this is the way the game works, right? Is that if there's anything in particular that we felt like we would have liked to have or need, you know, there's a way to get that, you know, with one of the roles, you know, to see if it's something that we have or not. And, and I think ultimately, like you said, if, if you're trying to hack into a fairly simple system, you know, of some sort, it's going to be assumed that you have whatever it takes that you need, unless it's something extremely specialized, and then you can roll for that. So, right, it's perfect. All right, okay, good. Well, good then. All right, and so let's go to the build a starting sector. Uh, right. And then this is going to this area is the sort of the, the area of space that serves as our backdrop, right? Mm -hmm. um, and so, first off. Let's see. Well, you guys have this, so you can certainly read through. Yeah. Uh, through uh, so, I mean, and yeah, like you said before, it's we, we want to pick probably either Terminus or Outland. This is our starting right. sector, right? Right. And and I would say that probably it should be Terminus, okay. considering what we're 
most of us are about, right? Right. Yeah, I mean, and there's nothing keeping us there, but yeah, it sounds like right. from just our backstory, that's where we're all going to come together. Maybe we head out. Exactly. Know, yeah. So it's our starting region, right? So, so it's, right. it's so perfect. So, so I I would say that we we would we would start off in in terminus, and right. it recommends you know generating four settlements. Yep. Okay. And so uh, four planets. Or four settlements on a singular planet. Four settlements that can no, be planet-based, settlements, deep space, right, so, yeah, or orbital. Right. Okay. So yeah, so four separate, not on one. Yeah, but but ultimately, it's a good way to think about it, though. Rex is is four sort of separate planets, whether it's on the planet or orbiting a planet, but it's one entity, right? You know. So. Got it. Uh, okay. Okay, and now these ones, I think that we really, I mean. It, there's really no. I think it's it's made to be just generated by the orb. Yeah, let's roll. Yeah, I want to see what we get. So, so let me pull up mine. You know, I tried to, uh, I tried to print all those out. I thought it would be easier, and some of them they don't print. All the oracles don't print. Hmm. Well, I mean, yeah, some of them are blank. Um. All right, so we uh, should we start with the first one? I've got it. I've yeah, got it. So up let's here. go ahead and do that. Yeah. So location roll for the first one will be deep space. And let me see. I've got some icons we can use. Put like that's a little big. Okay, so <laughs> where's slow kill? Let me get. Oh, there we go. Um. All right. Uh, we can roll for population. Um, in terminus hundreds. Um. We can roll for first look. Um, built from random scrap. Ooh, wow, this sounds like a dangerous place. Okay, hold on. Uh, do we do we do initial contact too? Well, well, no. So, so we we usually st so he goes does. What is it? Page forty-two. It looks like okay. So we roll location, we roll population, then roll mm -hmm. authority. Oh, authority. And then one to two settlement projects, and then settlement name. Uh, and then, then we go to the generate the planet that it's on, uh, whether it's okay. on it or orbiting it. And then we can optionally generate stars. And then we then we add them to our sector map. So, so you what did you say you rolled in for the? For, so let's go to the. I rolled location. for a, a deep space location. Okay, so wait a minute. Which? Uh, why am, I, am I having a hard time finding this today? Uh, in the Oracle, it's page 23. 23. Oh, I'm yeah, not even close. Okay, yeah, there we go. All right. So with a so, population of 100. Uh, so deep space. Okay. Okay. And then the authority. All right. Where is the authority to? Oh, there the it is. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I didn't roll that one. I'll roll that one. 
Um, ineffectual. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so I'm going to write these down to deep space. And you said it was hundreds? Uh, hundreds, population of hundreds, ineffectual authority. I have to go back and look at the generation procedure here to make sure. All right. And then settlement projects. Okay, uh, uh, oh, okay. That's we want to roll page. So one, it says roll one to two. So you just, you know, can do either one. Just just do two. Might as well just do a couple. Oh, oh, oh we're supposed to roll. Oh, okay. I got you. I'll do. Uh, we'll just roll. I'll roll twice and see what we get. So 11. So that's black market and archaeology. Ooh. That makes sense with ineffectual authority and then archaeology. I like it. Okay. That, that fits into you guys, black market and archaeology. I'm spelling that poorly. All right. And then uh, the next one is settlement name. And All right. if I remember correctly, was this the one? Oh, yeah, they've got so 59. They've got that so... Paxton. Ooh, Paxton. I like it. Very aliens. All right. We should just, I can type this in. We should just do the name first. Yeah, it probably makes well, sense. Well, maybe we want, oh, we can do it this way. It's fine. Either way. All right. And then, uh, all right, so we don't have we don't have to do a generate a planet for this one because it's in deep right. space. So right, right, right. All right, let me uh, let's see if I can put a. And we don't have to, but we could generate a star, a stellar object near. Sure. If you want to, go for it. All right. Let's see. How do I roll the d twenty rolling? Uh, there's a little, yeah, I just use the buttons. Or you can type forward slash R. Oh, that's what it is. Forward slash R. D100, right? Yes, that should work. All right, so 76. And of course, the stellar object, I think, is all the way at the beginning of these. <laughs> or is it? Oh, maybe it's not. Okay. First look, starship. No, where's the stellar objects? Not seeing that here. Uh, I I had seen it before because I. The world's stellar objects are on page eight. Oh, see, I knew it was way at the beginning. Oh, there we go. Yeah, yeah. All right. So So what was it? Seventy six. So a corrupted star rating with unnatural light. Ooh. Ooh. And look what I got. <laughs> corrupted star. Unnatural light. Yep. All right, cool. Which, quick question. I'm starting to fade here. So uh, how much farther do we, are we going to get beyond setting up the universe tonight or the galaxy or the system or whatever. I, and you know, in the, I don't know what Pete thinks. I mean, I, this is a little more complicated than iron sworn. And yes, definitely. I think if we got through, 
I'm okay. I, I kind of figured we would be able to get through the whole universe thing tonight and then not really get much farther. I don't know what you were thinking, Pete, but yeah, no, I, that's, uh, you know, I figured that if we were going to, that's why sort of in the very beginning, I said, you know, if we wanted to, we could just roll with what I had just in case somebody wanted to just start into, you know, booms playing right away. Oh, I know. I love world generation. Yeah. So and I, if you like, yeah. So, so Rex, I would say that, that we could finish this out, which is setting up three more of these settlements. Um, then, uh, setting up a sector trouble. Uh, we have to create a, a local connection, you know, for us um, at, as we zoom in and then, you know, sort of envision inside incident. And then, then, then we can go call it know, a night stop there. Call it a night. Yeah. Um, now I, I was sort of thinking, you know, you're doing the Lord's work because, you know, to stay up, you know, to start at nine 30 your time, you know, I, I feel, I feel bad. <laughs> Uh, get it. You'll get over it. Well, uh, if you guys want to kind of run it out, I can just crib off what you guys end up deciding because it sounds like the only thing I would have to do is my personal connections to the situation. Is that accurate? Like, yeah, you guys we, can decide I, I, mean, I think we have enough of a handle. I mean, since yeah. we're all kind of together, I think we can pull your character along and try and tie it in. Yeah, I mean, if you wanna Perfect. if you wanna head off, I think Pete and yeah. I can finish up the sector generation. Yeah. And uh, you know, I mean, we're, if, gonna... we're not gonna do any action, so it's not like you're gonna really miss anything, and right. and it'll all right. be written down for you to look at. Nice. All right, then I'm gonna step out now because uh, I'm starting to get a little foggy. All and right, Rex. Yeah, cool. absolutely. I'm, I'm glad you guys yeah. invited me to do this. Yeah. Well, I'm glad you could yeah, come along. I, I, I'm liking I'll it. Have a good night. Yeah. All right. Good night. Rex. All right. You too, Rex. Good yep. night. Yep. Night. All right. Um, since I'm writing in the the like the little note taking thing, want me to do, do the rolling? To, you do the rolls. Yeah. All right. So let me. You know what? Let me. Um, let me get to a point where I can set up the. Wait, where, where would I? I would have to do the the buttons to roll are on the character sheet, right? Uh, except that these character sheets don't have it. Um, you should, is there, do you, you don't see a bar on roll 20 on your left-hand side? Yes, like, I do. I see the die. Oh, on the, yeah, there you go. Oh, yeah, yeah, I forgot yeah. about that. Okay, never mind. Got it, got it. Okay, perfect. All right, so let's go ahead and then uh, do the next one. So let me do a D100. All right, so... Uh, I just did a 25. Yeah. So, and that's 25. for location, right? That's for location. All right. So. That's going to be planet side. So I will write that down. Planet side. All right. So let me get my. And then you roll on the population chart, I think. Okay. Yeah. So the next one is going to be. 62. In the thousands. And then authority. All right, authority is going to be a 22. Also ineffectual. Which is consistent with our generating stuff. Great. And then all right, uh, and I'm going to do, I'll do two for the next, oh, nope, 
Sorry. Ignore I, it's, that one. it's one or two for. Um, yeah. What? And it's funny they make you go at the top. Oh right? no, it's on. Pro it's projects, right? Yeah. Yeah. All right. So seven and fifty-three are the projects. Okay. So another archaeology. I don't know if you want to. I mean, it makes sense. I mean, we've got a lot of archaeology hooks in YouTube, so archaeology. Yeah. And, and and I'm not so sure when you actually use these. Right. And mine projects. Oh, okay. So, I don't. You know. I think, right. like, it, to me, in my head, it would be like, why is the settlement there? And you know, you know, maybe there's an archaeological site on the planet. And maybe yep. there's a mine. All right. Um, All good. Right. All right. So and we then, need to generate a planet now. Okay. So did I just roll that? 32? Okay. Right. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I uh, yeah, I think that's new. Yeah. Uh, planet 32 is a grave world. Ooh. 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 I got to see that one. Let me see that. Grave world. Okay. Cool. All right. And then let's see. Oh, uh, actually, I meant to do a settlement name. Oh, right. All right. So seven is going to be where is the names? Starship name, first look. Settlement name seven is Argosy. Okay. A R G O S Y. All right. Okay. And then going back to the interstellar stuff. So let's just roll one of those. 86. Or did I roll twice? I think I might have rolled twice there. So. I don't know. Yeah. So, all right. So, so 17 is the, uh, is the roll. And not that it really matters at this point. Is um, this for uh, the, you're rolling another stellar object? Yeah, that's a stellar object. Okay, smoldering red star. Okay. All right. All right. And then... Our next location will be 86. Okay. Um, I've lost the page. 86 is deep space again. Yeah. All right. And then the next one is... Oops. 75. Uh, so that gives us a population of thousands. Okay. And then an authority of five is lawless. Deep space, thousands. All right, what's right. there? And the two projects are pacifism <laughs> and another archaeology. <laughs> okay, wow. Pass the pass. And then a settlement name of Portent. Ooh. And a stellar object 
up six, which goes all the way. All right, that's one that's not printed out, so I've got to six is uh, zero six. Yes, yeah, smoldering that's... red star. Okay, another smoldering red star. Okay. All right. And let's see. What did we call the second settlement? Uh, Argosy. 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 All right. All right. So our final location is Planet Side. Okay. It has a population of thousands. It has a oppressive authority. Nice. It has a mining project okay. and a, meta, uh, a manufacturing project. Oh, interesting. I like it. And the settlement name is Verge. Nice. Authority projects, uh, mining. What was the other one? Oh, manufacturing. You said. Manufacturing. Oh, and we get to generate a planet here. Right. So that's going to be one. Now I got to get to the planet one. Let's see. I think that's one that didn't print, so I have to look. Yeah. Okay. Let me go back up. What did you roll? Oh, oh, zero one? Desert World. Okay. I can do that. Desert World, Desert World, Desert World. There it is. And then we can optionally give that name a planet if we'd like, uh, or a name rather. Uh, but they don't have a. They don't have oracles for planet names, I think, eh. right? Well, let's, we could just call it the same name as the, well, I mean, we could just call the planet the name of the settlement. Okay. And then, so now, so that's all our planets, uh, right? We need, we need to do a star for the last one, right? Oh, uh... The st oh, the interstellar. Uh, let's see. I thought that I had rolled. Well, you did a smoldering red star for right. the last one, but I don't think we did one for this one. Oh, okay. 91. Okay. And that is a uh, hypergiant star generating Ooh. turbulent solar winds. Oh, which might make. Let's. Well, that's the, the star. I was going to say, well, maybe that's why it's a desert planet. <laughs> yeah. All right. I've arbitrarily put these things on the map, but we could uh, we can shrink them down or whatever. All right. So that's our next step, creating the sector map. So mm -hmm. it says... Uh, Arrange your settlements however you like. It, the grid isn't meant to track literal distances, mm -hmm. um, but can be used as an abstract representation. So, yeah, that, that seems fine. Okay. Yeah, I was just slapping them down. 
Okay. We might need more space, but we could always add stuff on in any direction, right? Right. Okay. So then the next it says define the passages available, right? So if I remember right. correctly, it's I a, think we get two or three. Right. I think it's. I think they recommend three, two, one kind of going off of the map, and then the other two kind of connecting. Yeah. So. Let's just make sure from a gameplay. Yeah, terminus three passages. Each passage should do one of two things: connect two settlements or connect a settlement to the edge of the sector map. Okay. Uh, well, let's, now, let's look at our. Let's look at. Let me pull up the um, summary of the settlement information here to figure out. Maybe we can kind of reason out which ones would be more likely to be connected. Um, so we've got, you know, we've got, uh, Paxton, Argosy, they're both, um, ineffectual authority. And then we've got the Verge and they're, uh, Paxton is the smallest. Everything else is kind of big. Um, Portent is also, um, lawless. So we've got three things with kind of, and then we've got the Verge, which is this uh, oppressive authority and is mining and manufacturing. So it seems like Portent, Argosy, and Paxton, there's definitely a common theme running through those. Um, what do you think? Well, I'm trying to remember because I didn't get a chance to write them down. Is uh, you, you may have, let's see, let me see if it's universal. Oh yeah, here we go. All right. Uh, under the universe building notes. Yep. Yeah, what I'm thinking is, in. all right. So mining. Oh, a port tent is pacifist. Sorry, not pacifist. Oh uh, yeah, no, I I just didn't know how to spell oh. pacifist. Um, I knew oh, okay. I was going to look that up, and I uh, I let auto. I didn't go back and fix the autocorrect. Let's see. Okay. Uh, pacifism. Yeah, pacifism. I was I was thinking mining manufacturing could share, but. But there's already mining and manufacturing on the same planet. So, but still, maybe that's the way. So maybe on oh, Verge, sure. they manufacture something that they mine for on Verge, but they also have to get from Argosy. Okay. So, so it seems that there should be one from Argosy to Verge. All right. Uh, let's draw. Maybe. No, that's not what I want to do. Uh. And then I'm thinking, I'm thinking that we want to leave Paxton on its own, okay? Because that's where the black market is. All right. So the black market probably wouldn't be at the end of one of these uh, passages, right? Because that's a, a well-known, well-traveled path. Right, that's charted out. Right, so yeah, I'm okay with leaving Paxton off. Yeah, right. So then, we probably want to then settle. Let's see. I would say, how about Argosy is connected to Portent because they're both kind of uh, lax authority. Like Argosy and the Verge, you know, require each other. But you know, maybe Portent really doesn't like talking to the people on the Verge. So, yeah. Okay. Uh, let's see. So we do something like that. And then I think we decide which from where. Now we could have a path go off the map from Paxton. 
like maybe that's the jumping off point into the outlands or something yeah yeah well maybe maybe the black market pulls stuff in or shuttles yeah. stuff out yeah that makes some sense okay so we have a, a we have something between the verge okay so it just showed up all right so we have between now i have to remember which ones are which all right so the one on the lower left you can't see the labels no huh, weird i can see a little satellite and a little city uh, little I, put, I turned the labels on weird um oh that's weird um, on on the non-GM label la, la, uh, layer? Yeah, I thought I did. Um, maybe it's uh, there because they're token. I made them tokens. Um, Nameplate. Weird. Um, okay, either can way. You, but, can it, you see the lines? Just, yeah, well, so all the lines just, you know, they they're they're lagging a little bit before they popped up so okay weird so now i see so now i see the lines so it's perfect so now okay. i see where the two passages are right so, so argosy is the one to the northwest portent is the yeah. one to the southwest paxton okay. is the one um easternmost okay so then uh so that means argosy is more of the uh more of a central hub do you think it looks that way yeah yeah okay. yeah and um yeah and it was planet side it had thousands of populations and had you know yeah it makes sense i think it makes sense all right so then do you want to then zoom in on that one sure to to, to be our our zoom in settlement or do you Let's feel do like you want to start someplace else no i like it all right and, and it makes sense if it's more of again we're you know the sort of the way that we started our characters we probably want to be at that the more central or hub, you know, starting off. Right. Place. And again, it's just a starting off. It doesn't mean we have to stay there. Right. So, mm -hmm. all right. So we have to go to the first look and let me get to the, let me see if I have those printed out just so I know. First look. First. Oh yeah, here we go. All right. So I'll roll the, uh, so we'll roll three times. All right, so our first look for Argosy is that it's uh, Stinger. Oh, no, that's <laughs> first look for the creatures. <laughs> You're right. Yeah, no, no, that's not the right one. Hold on. Let me... This may have been one of the ones that did get printed out. So let me just no, I, it's, it's there because I rolled on it for colonies. Uh, it's right. It's by the colony section. Sorry, I'm, I'm, I realized I hadn't typed in the... Um... Oh, here we go. Yeah, yeah. First look. All right. So 91 is... Oh, descriptor focus. Oh. All right. So 91 told us to roll on descriptor and focus. So the descriptor is 24, which is damaged. And the focus is 58, which is outpost. So... Hmm. Damaged outpost, which is a little interesting. So first look, that's maybe how it started. Was it was a, a damaged outpost that that sort of okay. grew out of this, I suppose, right? Or you know, um, maybe this is near the frontier and they've been damaged recently. Maybe they're rebuilding, 
Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's a not, not better way to look at it. All right. So then, yeah. then, so then, twenty-eight going back to first look, uh, hidden subsurface location. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. Maybe they, maybe they, maybe it was on the surface, and that was damaged. You know, maybe the raid was within the last, you know, two or three years, but they've moved into caves underneath the surface. And so the, the original uh, settlement is now just kind of ruins on the surface. Okay. And then, then the last one is built from organic materials. Interesting. Uh, and it was a grave world uh, that this planet was. Um yeah. Maybe, uh, maybe the the subsurface caves, uh, like as they dug down underneath, like this is the this planet is there's like these the remains of these ancient. Oh, you know what? I, I got I, hold on, hold on a second. I, I, I'm I just messed up. Okay, so the first I, go, I was well, I was looking at the first look. Uh, so hold on a second. She's one of the settlements. Was this settlement uh, uh, on this? That's on the plant side, right? It's planet side, yeah. Okay. All right. Well, so I I was rolling on the closer look for the settlements, mm -hmm. but there's also a closer look for the great for the worlds on Grave World. Oh, uh, so that's right. I'm not, sure. I'm not sure which one it's. It. I mean, it's again. It, I don't think it really necessarily matters. Well, let's look at the. What did you roll for the closer look? All right. So it would have been. Well, so the first one would have still been descriptor focus. So the the first one uh, would have fit. Mm -hmm. uh, so then twenty eight would have been fetid mud mud flats. Okay. And then instead uh, of hidden subsurface location, right? And then corrosive acid rain. Ooh. <laughs> oh, you know what? We're gonna have to do that anyway. So never mind. We 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 stick with the, the initial first look. Then okay. we roll. Now I now I see it. I, I I didn't go far enough. Then we do settlement trouble. Then since it's planet side, then we would expand our information understanding the planet by then rolling those other ones. Okay, makes sense. Okay. Okay, so sorry about that. No worries. So settlement trouble would be... We did... Okay. Impending attack. Okay. Mm. Well, we might have our inciting incident pretty easily. <laughs> All right. So now going back to the planet, to the grave world one, Mm -hmm. So we'll roll for now. Which one? Now, what do you want to? What, what do you want me to keep from all that we said before? Because we all of it, all of it. Okay. That's the that's the first look, and and that all okay, pertains so damaged to damaged outpost, subsurface location, and then are we going to keep fetid mud flats, or are we going to roll again? What do you want to do? Yeah. Oh, you know what? That's perfect. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, keep the fetid mud flat, but okay. mud flats. Okay, and keep the uh, corrosive acid rains. Okay. So I just rolled a, a 23 for atmosphere, which means that it's toxic. Mm -hmm. I like it. 
this is not a happy place. And then observed from space, we can roll twice. So observed from space, sky breaching ruins, hmm. and a broken moon. Nice. It makes sense that there would be archaeology here. Yeah. Okay. I have trouble, uh, impending attack, damaged outpost, subsurface location, fetid mudflats, corrosive acid rains, toxic atmosphere, and observed from space, sky breaching ruins, and broken moon. Yeah. All right. All right. Let me just, you know, let me get to the where you just typed all that out. I have to make sure I save it probably before you can see it. Oh, that's oh cool. yeah, no, I, I see it all. So uh, the built from organic, so maybe you would mind have put a, an in a, a header that the damage outpost subsurface location built from organic, that's the that pertained to the settlement. And then the fetid mudflats and the corrosive acid rains, toxic atmosphere, and the observed from space stuff refers to the planet. Gotcha. Oh, oh. Um. Make those notes. All right. Okay. And then our next step is to create a local connection. Right? And so it looks to me like he added a, a sub-bond category called a connection. Mm. So it's a, it represents an important relationship with a non-player character. Um, but if it's not someone we it's not someone we have a bond with, but someone we could potentially form a bond with. Okay. okay. Um, but we're sharing. But we share this connection since we're all playing together. So it's a shared connection. Okay. Okay. Um, so each one of us has a link to this person, presumably. And then we have to consider how they fit into the background for our team. Okay. All right. So. They he the, you know the it it talks about making a connection, but we don't need to do that because it's just our first one and we have a connection. Um, all right, so we have to give our connection a role, and so the the tips that they use that he gives are sort of either role can be inspired by our character's background and recent history. Um, consider making the role specific and nuanced. Uh, if it's okay if it, the role doesn't provide an obvious benefit for the character or for our character. The narrative purpose of the relationship might be to introduce situations where you will help them. Uh, or you could leave it into the hands of fate and generate a random role. So, let's see. All right, so you know what? Let's look at the let's look at the the role list, character okay. roles, and let's see if there's something that jumps out just looking at it. And then we could assign that. So let, let's and let me. You know, I've been uh, head down in the sector stuff. So I know. So you, your character um, uh, is. Um, and you are, what's your character's name again? Billix. Billix. Okay. Uh, and what did what did uh, Rex? What did Rex? Virgil. Do? Virgil. 
I forget his last name, but I just want to. Yeah, I don't remember. I just write Virgil. <laughs> um, and you may also want to under the characters, like when I I just was able to change my name. Yeah, but you you need to give me control. I thought. Let me. It, yeah. Sometimes I had tried to give. Let me. Uh, but I think you probably tried to do it before I was in the game. Right, 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 right. Uh, I'm just going to do all characters. All players. Oh, yeah, that makes sense. Uh, let me save this and see if you can edit it. Can you edit it now? Uh, edit. No, not yet. Weird. All right. I don't know. I, I saw that. All, all of a sudden, Rex's, you know, Virgil uh, popped up with Rex. Well, that's because I, I edited his name manually. Oh. Um, oh, I see. Let me just remove everyone and then put all players back on now. So let me save this. Okay. For Billix, let me go back in. Let me put all players again. He should disappear from you now. You shouldn't see Billix yeah. anymore, right? Okay. Yep. So it's now gone. He should show back up again. And see if you can edit him now. No. That is weird. I mean, I can edit bio and info, but it doesn't give Well, that's all there is. That's all there is. There is no character sheet, right? There's no Starforged character sheet. Can you add... Uh... Oh. Yeah, it's just bio and info. That's all there is to edit. Oh, right? I was thinking that... I, I was thinking we were still using the Iron Sworn character No, sheet. I didn't... Yeah, I mean, okay. we could have, but I didn't. Oh, never mind. All right, then I didn't yeah, associate it with. I mean, if you look at Kean McCabe, like I just typed everything into his bio and info, right? So I'm just I see, doing I see. Very yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, and it works. It works fine. And we do it in yeah, some other systems where yeah. we don't have, and you know, you just roll you know. manually. Um, right. That's. Cool. I'm sure they'll. I thought about using Iron Sworn, but I thought it was going to be enough of a difference i didn't want to fart around with it so right okay well it makes sense now because i yes. was i was looking for the character sheet stuff so you know i could, could do right some of those right yeah yeah no there is no character sheet perfect all right well good all right so we all right we're back to the role okay thing. so now going back to yeah so shoot now i gotta get back to that for some again it was weird because for some reason this one this this one didn't Print page well, thirty six. Oh, mine did. Yeah, I have it. Like agent, you, you printed AI. it out. Yeah, I have it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's weird. Uh, I, I, when it was printing, it would it 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 stopped and said mm. could not could not print. So then I went and tried to do it page by page, and some of them just wouldn't wouldn't print, so it was unable to print. Um, and some of them I thought initially it was because they were graphics intense somehow yeah. you know uh, uh but no well, then it turned I, out to be i something. didn't have any problem so um yeah so right. i i thought it'd be useful for me at least if like so you know i'm the you know i'm this noble guy hotshot pilot uh you know we met in you know where you were teaching school so you know i i'm ready i'm ready to give up on "Quote unquote polite society." You have your mission, and so Rex is this uh, kind of nondescript gray man. Um, he also what is his what was his vow? Remind me what his vow is. I can't remember. Uh, let's see. Uh, 
what was he? What was he doing? What was he again? Can you write it down? Gosh, he was an agent. He, right, he took agent as his last. He think. was an agent who was in roll twenty. He was an agent who was a veteran, right? Right. He was a veteran agent archivist. Or are you the archivist? No, or he's the, the archivist. Or, he's the archivist. He had some sort of I and I for the life of me, I can't remember what his fucking vow was, but um Oh, it's to it was to create a uh, uh, a center of learning or that's right. You know, that's in right. his, his right. home world. Yeah. So, so here's what I'm thinking. Uh, just because of the way we rolled up this sector, and there's so much, and you know the, you know there is a lot of the these ruins and stuff. And since you have the, kind of the archaeological, um, maybe this is you know maybe I'm my character at least, and and maybe Rex's character also. Like I'm thinking maybe like your epic vow is kind of where we're headed in in a primary direction. So then maybe that can motivate like what kind of contact we have on Argosy and why we're out here, at least initially. That's just what I'm thinking, but tell me what yeah. you think. Well, so what I was thinking is that maybe the 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 common thread also might be someone like a, uh, a technician, right? Okay. So you've got this sweet ship, right, yep. that needs to get taken care of. Mm -hmm. I've got a crappy ship that I'm just trying to, you know, cobble together, right? Um, and he, okay. you know, he, he has, you know, this with this agent, not with the agent, but the archivist thing, right? It's kind mm -hmm. of a, you know, it's a digital archive. So maybe he needed, you know, and again, this, maybe the ship, a shipwright, you know, like a ship technician and someone working with an archivist probably aren't the same kind of thing. But, you know, I was thinking that maybe that from a technical standpoint, there's a technician that sort of has, helps us all out kind of a thing. Oh, so you're uh, thinking we all kind of come to this where this is where we're all meeting up and we find like a common... well, we're, right, well, we're supposed to this 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 connection supposed to have a connection to us all. OK. And it's the and it's our kind of our inciting incident as a group. Also, is that what it's I I have yeah, not read the section, actually. Create a little right. connection. Yeah. But I mean, you had brought forth. I like the idea that like we had met at the university right so our right. connection would go back further but maybe, so maybe i like i do like the kind of ship the shipwright idea you know so i you know whether you would have like but i'm and i'm thinking that maybe i offered you my ship um you know because maybe over some drinks or something at some point you know, I told you, like, you know, oh, I, you know, I'm sick of my family and all this, and you tell me about your your vision. You want to, you know, you want to reveal this great mystery, and everybody's been wrong for so long, and like, you know, but you can't. Maybe you can't get a ship, and I'm like, well, you know, yeah. over over enough over enough ales, I'll be like, you know, I have a ship, and I'm not really doing anything that you know that needs to be done. So, you know. And we get along, so maybe that's how like we get a ship. But and so maybe we come to this, um, you know, maybe we hear about this shipwright uh, too. And you know what? Maybe it is. Uh, you know, I'm t I took the asset, so I've got this ship that's very ostentatious. It's painted gold. Maybe this guy is a stealth tech expert. And maybe um, because maybe through um, Billix's agent background. He knows this guy uh, just because he has all kinds of stealth and, you know, 
uh, yeah, virgin, you know, secret shadowy stuff. Um, so we hear right, about well, this guy. Go ahead. Maybe that's his cover, right? His cover, you know, so, so let's say that maybe this archivist thing, you know, is something that has to be, you know, kind of on, or no, uh, I'm not sorry, the archivist, the agent stuff, mm -hmm. right? Because he, because Virgil manipulates secure, you know, hacks, manipulates systems, secure sites, breaks into it, right? Yes. So maybe that's something that, that our friend can't advertise. Okay. So and it would so, be, so maybe. Um... So that's how we kind of all get hooked up. So yeah, you know, you knew someone who kind of works on the stealthier aspects of ships, right? Right. Kind of thing. Mm -hmm. But, you know, but, but also then as kind of, you know, underneath the layer, the surface layer, he does this other work that's, you know, kind of. Right. And maybe we ask him, how about this? We ask him, like, maybe, here, what if our first mission is, like, you've heard about this, there's a, you know, a, maybe it's on one of these settlements, or maybe it's on some other settlement, but, like, there's there's critical information that you think will help uh, your your research, but there's, a, like, really, like, no one can get through the security system, and it's an ancient security system, but you were seeking, and maybe this is how we connect with Virgil, right? It's like, we need, like, a, we need, like, a security expert, and maybe this shipwright is a good friend of Virgil's, and, and we meet up with him on Argosy um, as a, like, here, you know, this is, this is a guy, you know, for the right price, he can help you out. And, yeah, that and might be. Virgil. Right. Now, that might be the, a, a way to go uh, because I think I was initially almost thinking that if that inciting incident might, we might play off of something that was going on with our, our shared connection. Mm -hmm. Right. So he needed something. So, yeah, or maybe there's something, you know, it's, I'm trying to like tie that into his vow, but maybe there's something like maybe this infiltrating this and, you know, maybe it's not even a ruin. Maybe it's, it's some other human settlement that has some information and maybe there, you know, there's some information, maybe he needed a ship to get there. Right. And we need his expertise to break in. Um, and, you know, you obviously have a motivation to get the information, but maybe he wants different information as a part of, like, his ultimate vow. So we're kind of, we have common goals in terms of, like, you know, we want to infiltrate this this facility, extract information, and get out. And the this, our common contact is the guy on Argosy who's, you know, who we, who I hear about through my, you know, or my desire to make my ship you know, not stand out quite so much. Uh, but I've also heard he's got, you know, connections on the side of like Virgil. Right. Okay. Well, let's, let's, let's start off with that then kind of. Okay. Jumping off. okay. And so, so let's say he's a technician, right. Uh, and then, uh, a you know, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? You know, um, you know, a stealth aftermarket specialist kind of technician, okay. right? Sure. You know, I'm not sure what a good name for that is. So uh, I think that now, was fine. Now, with the, the next step would be to say, okay, so we have to sort of set a rank for the challenge of advancing this relationship, and and this has more to do with, you know, how how important we think that he may end up being for us as time goes on, you know, and 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 how we want him 
you know, the level of involvement that we want him to have in our story. So do you think that this is someone that we might come back to, you know, on other occasions, you know, uh, I, I mean, to, sure. If he, if, you know, if he's a shipwright slash, you know, technology expert, uh, you know, I don't, uh, you guys are just like academics, right? And I'm a pilot. We're going to need somebody that repairs our crap. Um, you know, we're going to need uh, contacts in the, you know, the black market world, which if he's doing stealth tech, he's going to have. Um, totally, I see it. He could be a right. recurring contact. He doesn't have to be, but. Right. Well, because the thing is, is that so what we're supposed to do then is when we set a rank, you use the same the same ranking system, troublesome, dangerous, formidable, extreme, or epic. Mm -hmm. Now, mm -hmm. that doesn't represent, you know, that they're antagonistic towards us, but how um, how great of a narrative focus and how much time required to eventually forge a bond. So if, if, if he's someone that we're going to, you know, be, be contacting with or getting information or coming to, you know, on any kind of a regular basis where he's, you know, a, more of a, a central, not a central character, but a recurring character, right? Then mm -hmm. we're talking about a dangerous or formidable level rather than someone who's just kind of at a troublesome level where it's like, oh, well, we just met him and then we're, we're probably never going to see them again. Yeah, so I would probably go with a higher level, maybe. Okay, so I would say between dangerous and formidable, and, and let's say let's say formidable, because it does sound like he probably sure. might be someone that might, that might be um, useful for us, you know, as time right. goes on, right? All right. Formidable level. Um, we should name this guy. Yeah. Got any ideas? Uh, I was going to go back to that futuristic name generator. Yeah. How about uh, Oron? Okay. Nox. I like it. Uh, spelled O R O N N K N O X K N O X Oron Knox. All right, and then suggest going to the first look uh, to get a couple of descriptors for him. So let's go to. Oh yeah. Okay, so let me pull up my or the dice roller. All right, so we're looking at a 75 and a 50. So 75 would be swaggering, and nice. 50 is large. That <laughs> yeah, makes sense. I like it. All right, and character goal for him is nine and character goal for number nine would be claim a resource ooh maybe he wants something and then character Art. aspects alright so let's do three for character assets so let me do one two three so that was going to be 92 is tough. 42 is grief-stricken. And 91 is tolerant. Interesting. Okay. All right. And, and we're going to his his connections. 
the connections home, I think, is obviously uh, this, you know, the planet we're on. Uh, right. Argosy. We gave him a name. All right. And all right. So now it looks like we can wrap up our starting sector by introducing a sector trouble. So we've heard rumors of a sector-wide peril, conflict, or mystery. And that is going to be that there was a newly found resource lures greedy fortune hunters, hunt, hunt, hunters, hunters to this se sector. Okay. All right. And then we're supposed to come up with a sector name. And... Uh, that's an interesting one. How about uh, how about something like because are are we saying this is kind of the first sector that they landed in? Mm, could be. It feels more backwatery. Okay. You know, we, um, but it could be. Well, I was thinking if if we thought that it was going to be the first place, like maybe something like first fall. Right, hmm. uh, but maybe backfall. Oh, I like it. Yeah, let's do backfall. I mean, and and this the the example starting sector you see is Devil's Maw. So I mean, Adam, we could. I mean, obviously we can. <laughs> you know, the Devil's Penis. <laughs> we do have this. Uh, you know, there is this uh, corrupted star. So we could say. Hmm, um, well, I was thinking, well, you know, and, and remember that the starting sector encompasses, you know, all of the settlements, right? It's the, the whole area. So, you know, the stars, you know, are, are just a very small part of that. But it, is there a pattern? Maybe did we, did we, did we notice there was a number of things, I think? Or let me look at your universe building notes and see. Start portent, so smoldering red sun, desert world, grave world. No. Star, a hypergiant star. I was looking to see if there was anything, you know, like maybe we did have, you know, two two corrupted stars or something we could play off of that. We had but two smoldering else. red stars. We had the corrupted star. We had the, uh, yeah. Um, let me think. Let me try this synonyms you know i wonder if like maybe something like we call it like the red veil or red veil sector right oh i like so, it let's do know, that yeah. this is kind of a lawless area right it's got these these red stars that you know kind of you know again the whole idea that it's there's a red yeah, there is a lot of red yeah i like it right i do like it but there's kind of a veil so maybe on other sides you know the other sectors beyond us you know kind of don't like to go through us you know again we sure. have the corrupted the corrupted sort of leaders and there's a lot of lawlessness here you know mm -hmm. sounds good all right and then the last thing then we could do and we can call it a night is envisioning an inciting incident right so so at this point, are you? We already kind of already. You, 
like you said, you sort was already right. outlining a problem or a mission. I, I was kind of jumping ahead to that, yeah. Yeah, so so that would be fine. I mean, that's you know, if, and if, yeah, it gives us a it, you know, in our first like our like when we start up, like we can, we can you could swear an iron vow to you know get the information out of this uh, facility or whatever. That can be our first, right? Or or maybe so. This is the, this is maybe the thing. Mm -hmm. Maybe the thing is that this guy brought us together, right? Well, you and I kind of knew each other, right? Right. And then, but he he brings us together with with Virgil mm -hmm. because he and we already you you typed this up someplace. You know he needed something, right? Right. So maybe he's like, hey, you know what? I I don't know who else to turn to. I think that you guys would be perfect. You know to go look for this resource. You know uh, or thing that I need. Uh. And and could you do that for me, mm -hmm. right? Um, but like it says, you know, make it personal, right? Make it something that won't go away, or there's a little bit of a ticking clock. So maybe we say something to the effect of, uh, "Well, I I do want to, like he is grief stricken, so can, it makes me think like there's a thread to pull there." Or maybe right. not. Um, and, you know, we, uh, let's see, claim a resource was the goal. It could have something to do with his main job. Like maybe stealth technology uses um, uh, something like, I don't know, like, I don't know. We could call it like Shadowstone or something, right? So it's, that's yeah. maybe just a common name for it. Um, and it's this, you know, maybe it's the substance that allows, uh, you know, the kind of, emits radiation that can make it very hard to kind of pick up ships on sensors and stuff. Right. And this is like the critical component, but uh, maybe the, maybe the resource that everyone's coming in the sector, like Shadowstone, like everybody's, it's like the value has like gone way up and, but he needs some in order to continue like his main job. So maybe that's our first kind of task is to get some for this uh, contact we have. Yeah. Or, uh, yeah, well, it, it, and maybe the, t the ticking time clock is, and, and, and Ars Argosy, let me just remind myself, is Ar Argosy, let's the see, Northwest in, ineffectual authority. Oh, yeah. Well, because what I was thinking of is, you know, let's say that you needed Shadowstone. Okay. Right? Because you're like, I, I, I need to get some. Well, I need to get my ship. ship. Yeah, right. Right. Uh, and he says, you know, I, I only have, you know, X amount, but, you know, this local crime lord, you know, is making me give it to him. And I've got to oh, have, right. you know, I, I, I've got to, I not only don't have enough for you, but I don't really have enough for him either. Right. But he's the type of character who doesn't take no for an answer. So he's, you know, our, our tech guy who we've come to rely on, right. Mm -hmm. Needs us to get not some just for us, but for him too. Right. right? Otherwise we aren't going to have him anymore. He's going to, you know, get some right. red boots into, you know, some, you know, whatever the planet's equivalent, you know, right. Of, right. Of a, a deep ocean. Right. Mm -hmm. So, 
So maybe that's what it is. So maybe we feel like, okay, you know what? We, we, we're going to help you out, right? And we know we, we can't just fart around because there's a little bit of a, a time crunch, right? Right. So he needs it in, you know, whatever time frame, two parsecs, you know, and <laughs> parsecs are units of distance, despite oh. what Star Wars says. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay, so maybe it's two parsecs away. Sure. sure, sure <laughs> and we sure. and and we only have three parsecs away of time, right? Yeah. So. So it's not like we, you know, it's not like we're racing there, but we certainly can't mess around too much, which then, which will be good because, you know, we mm -hmm. can, that, that narratively gives us uh, something to be concerned about as we go through, right? Because do we explore some of these, some of these waypoints mm -hmm. or, or do we have to forego them, right? Right. Because we can't explore everything because we just don't have the luxury of time. Mm -hmm. And and so, so yeah, I think that that's, that's great. Okay. I like it. Let's Sounds see good. Yeah, let's see. Anything else that we need to do? And, and really, for any of us, either all, all three of us, you know, we could, could, could do the, the, the swearing the vow. Right. I don't think well, we can, I don't, and we can decide that at the start of the next session. Oh, right? and, we'll, and yeah. actually, actually, it makes sense. No, no, actually, as I think about it, yeah, and, and we'll have you do the vow when we, we do next session. Right. But you should actually make sense that you would do the vow. Okay. Right. Because we're trying to get a substance that's going to be also used for your ship. Yeah. Right. Now, the only, so. the only, the only downside of this whole thing is that um, if we need this thing, like, should I take another card? Because my I'm starting off. I picked the stealth thing as something I have, right? Do I want to like that? Could be a natural thing. Like if we level up after the first session, I grab that later. And so maybe I pick another. Aspect. Oh, I was I didn't even think of it. which. What was your other upgrade? Or I, or I had picked stealth refit as my upgrade. Um. So maybe I pick something you know up, and then when I level up, I take that one. Absolutely, that's that's the carrot. Right. Oh, I like that. Yeah. Yeah. I, if so I was I'll, you, I would I'll look at the cards and I'll pick. I'll pick something else. Yeah. So so look at the cards and and think of what you would have picked next. Right. When you first get your XP, and then just swap those out, and then that's perfect. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Because the other thing, it seemed to me from what I was reading through some 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 people's plays. It seems that experience comes more quickly. Okay. Uh, so yeah, I think that it won't be too long before you'd be able to pick that up. And and then again, that's perfect. Yeah, that's it like us, uh, it, it 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 the mechanics mesh with what we're doing in the story then too. Right. Yeah, I like right. it. Perfect. All right, so let's just make sure we've got everything. So we're we've we've got an idea what the vow is going to be. So we'll just set that up next time. Cool. All right. Perfect. All right. Well, sounds yeah. good. Well, gosh, that was great. That was great. I love it. I love yeah. world building stuff. Yeah, I'm glad. I'm glad yeah. we did that, and uh, I'm excited to kind of goof around in this. So I posted in Rocket the picture of like what I see when I look in Roll Twenty. I don't know why you can't see the labels, but 
Oh, let me let me just just so I can just see that real quick. Where's my rocket? All right. Sometimes it takes forever for it to download the like. You get that fuzzy. Yeah, Sometimes. yeah, yeah. Oh, there we go. Yeah, I see those perfectly. Hmm. Now and you don't but, see them yeah, on the not, roll I'm not twenty. Them on the roll twenty. No, not at all. What's going on with roll twenty? And you know, it's definitely not a layer thing. Uh, layer. They're on the token layer. You know, Weird. I'm going to go ahead and just, I'm going to re, reload and just see, just, just for fun. Okay. Yeah. Now it's going to wait 10 seconds before it right. does it. Right. So, but uh, no, it's great fun. Great fun. Yeah. And I, yeah. I, and I like doing the world building too. I just, you know, sometimes, you know, you, yeah, you know, if we wanted to just get in and play, but I, you know, right. I, I personally, I love the world building and I think I know Rex does as well. So I, I think he enjoyed it. And then, um, yeah, good. yeah, we can, you know, maybe we can find another, uh, you know, Friday or Saturday night and keep playing. Yeah. Oh awesome. yeah. Without it. Well, that's the thing, right? So, so hopefully finding the time and you guys are also, yeah, I'm so pretty we'll, uh, I'm pretty packed, but we'll we'll you know, we'll we'll find some time. We'll work some out. Perfect. Perfect. Well good. Well good to see right, Pete. Well good, good to, to game with you again. Yeah, for sure. Right. And uh yeah, uh, we'll uh, we'll do it again soon. All right, yeah. Take it easy. All right. You too. Bye bye.